Welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name's Ultra David. And I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? I should just change this to like 5-5 five, five matchup because there's just a lot of goofy things to talk about this time. So There's really not that much to talk about this time. Uh, it's true that this would have been a great time to invite <laughs> Gerald on to have a history chat, but that's not how things worked out. <laughs> so instead, we're going to kind of figure it out for a while, yeah. but uh, I don't know how long that's going to last. So we may do viewer questions mm-hmm, at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which which we usually do for slower weeks, and that's always kind of fun anyway. Yeah. So it's always a fun interactive kind of thing to do. So. I, I certainly enjoy it, and uh, the, again, there's just not a lot going on. So James thought that we would talk about uh, Dead or Alive 6. Yes. To start uh, things off, we'll also talk about MK11. Back it up a little bit here. Johnny Cage, but nothing else about MK11 and characters. Right, so no spoilers in the chat. Mods, you have every right to time out anybody who posts any spoilers in the chat. Blow them up. Uh, We will also chat about, I don't know, some, we'll argue. And then something about Street Fighter V Season 4. It's not really arguing, it's just talking about hot takes and stuff like that. We'll have hot takes. Yeah, it's like the hot takes that are And then, yeah, probably uh, probably viewer questions. So, but hey. Let's start by talking about DOA number six. Yes, so DOA six is out. It's officially out. And, you know, unfortunately, neither of us have really had a chance to play it at all. We didn't even play the beta or anything like that. I wouldn't phrase it that way. I would oh. say I haven't played it. Oh, okay. So you just haven't played. Well, okay, yeah, I haven't played DOA six at all as well. So, um, oh, are they really going in hard on Twitch, huh? So are they streaming it a lot right now? Is it is it very popular in streams right now? One of the things that I wanted to talk about, though, is I wanted to give it... What is that that you're eating? I'm eating a baguette, some conte, and some quince paste. Quince paste? Sorry, I've just gotten completely distracted here. What is quince paste? It looks like jelly. Oh. It's paste made out of quince. Yeah, that's what it is. What's quince? <laughs> it's a fruit. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, read David's Twitter. Did you talk about this already on Twitter? Okay. Go on. May I have a piece of bread? Please, sir, may I have a piece of bread? Ooh, thank you. Mm. I like sniffing bread. All right. I've told you this before, right? I've said this on stream before. I like sniffing bread. Um, okay. <laughs> French bread, nice. I like it. Um, what was I saying about Dead or Alive 6? <laughs> Not growing, going great this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, Dead or Alive 6 came out. And the thing about it is, obviously, you know, it's not at Evo. It hasn't been getting as yeah. much press from, not a lot of coverage from players. I feel like, you know, I, I don't know. It just feels like it hasn't really I mean, I been. I feel that it's been, it's the same as the DOA community has confronted multiple times. Mm-hmm. Just to say that it has a scene. And it's right. always had a competitive scene. And that scene has often been disconnected from the rest of the FGC. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, back in the day, for example, a dozen years ago, there was competitive DOA. It was rarely at community fighting game tournaments. Right. I mean, right. It was played at. It was like one of the few fighting games played professionally at things like WCG. mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. And it was actually on TV in a way that no other fighting games were at the time. So it had this scene, and yet 
Everybody else was like not talking about it, except for Big E. I'll give Big, Big E, e a lot do of credit. It. Big he E does, is an exception. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff for the Dead or Alive community, which is super cool. So, but you know, one of the things that I want to do is obviously it's a major release for the game in in, in a couple of years where we've had tons of fighting games come out. Yeah, and even though we haven't really had a chance to play it much, we don't have much to say about it. I would say I haven't played it. Uh, I don't want. I, to, I haven't had a chance. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to ignore it, right? I don't want yeah. to just blow by and be like, "Well, this game came out, I whatever." No, blah, I'm, blah, yeah, blah. sure. You know, I mean, from the things that I have heard, you know, that the graphics are really, really good in this game. Like it's. I've seen some 4K like screenshots of it and everything like that, and it looks really, really nice. Um, also, I've heard the training mode is really fantastic. That they have all of the frame data like in the okay. training mode, like while you're playing. You know how those Tekken and Soul Calibur on the PC have those overlays that you can yeah. put on there. I believe that it's just in the game, basically in the okay. training mode. That is actually pretty cool. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, like, from a personal standpoint, I think the animations look a little kind of weird in that game, Yeah, right? I mean, speaking of the graphics, I have watched quite a bit of it, although I oh, haven't okay, played it. okay, okay. I watched it at whatever Big E tournament happened recently, mm. and then I have watched it on Twitch a little bit since it's been out. And I'm not into the animations. That's not my thing. There's a cat, cat action's going on. Oh, boy. So <laughs> the animations aren't my thing, but I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I care over much about that as somebody who's really excited about Mortal Kombat <laughs> and who has previously played a ton of Mortal Kombat and Injustice. That's not like a game breaker for me. Right. So I'm not gonna mm -hmm. harp on the animations too much. It's not that big of a deal. The like character models I think look nice. The stages look nice. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. speed of things is good. Yeah, yeah. Visually from a visual perspective. Now I did notice that uh, like I just went on Metacritic just to check to see how it's doing over there. It has like a 74 rating, but the user rating is like at a five or something like that. So I don't know if people are just being harsh, you know how it is, the internet yeah. and everything like that. And I just actually kind of wanted to you know ask anybody in the chat if there's some DOA fans in the chat, you know how they feel the game is going like you know compared to doa5 does it feel competitive does it feel balanced mm. you know those kind of questions you know oh five out of ten five out of ten <laughs> not five out of hundred so uh, oh so there's no lobbies okay so that's definitely an no issue. online play lobbies okay wow okay okay they do have a world tour we talked a little bit about that last we week we, we did, did yeah ninety thousand dollars announced mm -hmm. yeah i think that's great yeah, so uh, the online is really god awful. See that this is a this is a tough one because I feel like fighting games really are kind of made or broken through this online, which might not even necessarily be true because Tekken and Street Fighters online yeah. are not great at all. Yeah, so. I still think that that's not the primary thing. Mm -hmm. If a game has awful online play, then mm -hmm. you can't play it. Tekken and Street Fighter don't have awful ones; they're just not great, okay. right? But like, think back to KOF 13 that a lot of people wanted to play, mm. and you just couldn't play it online. Right, it yeah. wasn't even a game. I mean, a lot of people said KOF was kind of killed by bad online, you know, but... Is, yeah. Is that what you just said, KOF? Yes. Oh, sorry. I was reading the chat. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> My bad. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so that, that can definitely... 
if there's if there's a game that's not going to be, I mean, Street Fighter and Tekken are kind of up here, right? They're, yeah, they're at the top yeah. top level mm -hmm. when it comes to interest. If a game is not at the top top level when it comes to interest, then I feel its online play can kill it if it's terrible. Right, but some people so well, maybe a little bit of concern Sorry. for DOA. Sorry, there was something that someone said that caught my attention, and I missed. It. Oh, they said that the lobbies are coming out later this month. Oh, that's cool. So, so they've already. I guess they addressed that. But again, this is just kind of falling into that trend of why are games coming out without all their features attached? I you couldn't know? tell you. It's it been a problem. It's really weird. And and you know, this is another thing that a lot of people have been talking about, which is the ninety-three dollars season pass. Yeah. Right, which comes with two characters, and a lot of costumes. <laughs> right. Right. Now you know. This sounds terrible, especially because a lot of season passes for fighting games have been, you know, around $20 and stuff and having $93. But Dead or Alive has been famous for just selling lots and lots and lots and lots of costumes. Right? Wait, I thought the season pass plus the game is $93. Or is literally just the season pass is $93? I was reading that it was... The season pass was ninety three dollars. Just, Just the, the pass. pass is ninety three dollars. Just the pass is ninety three dollars. I cannot <laughs> believe it. You guys are not pulling my leg. It's li it's really ninety three dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety three uh, uh, United uh, States dollars. Are we? <laughs> yeah, not ninety three yen. Ninety three U S dollars. So here's the thing: Is Dead or Alive? I don't 5, even know what to say. De I'm flabbergasted. De De Dead or Alive Five. I for sure I thought it was the game plus the it's. <laughs> Absurd. <laughs> Absurd. And uh, to this degree, David will probably never play I Dead or Alive. checked out. But, I mean, the thing is, the game has always had, like, like Dead or Alive 5 has, like, $1,000 worth of DLC, right? It's just costumes and costumes and costumes. So I'm just wondering, like, for a person who does want to collect the costumes, maybe it's worth it. Some people exist, that's true. And if the two characters that are available for it come out as $5 each, you don't need to buy the season pass. Just buy, I mean, literally the season pass is for the costumes. It's not for the characters, let's face it, right? So if you wanted to buy the characters, I'd imagine if they're $5 each, $8 each or whatever, that's 10 to $16 to $20. It's going to be cheaper anyway. If you really want all those costumes, you can go for it. But, I mean... I guess... Seems kind of crazy. So I guess yeah. I guess if you if, if you find two whales who really want a lot of costumes and price it nine, at ninety three dollars each, you make more money than if you buy than if you have twenty dollar DLC that's bought by four people. Mm -hmm. yeah. I guess I mean maybe that's their philosophy is that they're just checked out of sort of the regular yeah, scene. I have it's, no idea. It's, it's an interesting situation. Wow, so I'm, I feel like the game has kind of had a <laughs> I think it's having a little bit of a... Uh, oh, so new, new Tengu is three ninety nine if you didn't pre-order. Okay, okay. So I'm guessing that's one of the first characters. So... But $93 is a lot of money for the for the season pass, and I know a lot Can you of, just buy the two characters? That's what I'm assuming, is that you can just buy them without the season pass, right? And that's what I'm saying, like, if they're $5 each, right, and apparently one of them is $3.99, uh, so, you know, it's like $8 maybe, $10 for the characters. Like I said, I feel like the season pass is solely for the costumes. If you're that whale who has been spending all that money on DOA, but the worst thing about it is what they shouldn't have done is called it a season pass. Yeah. What they should have called it was a costume pass or like a season right. one costume pass, right? Because you make it sound like this, it's an equivalent to everything else that all the other games have been doing, and I feel like that's kind of a... 
a problem. Yeah, it's the first season pass for ninety three dollars. If uh, you're just relying on whales who care about costumes, do they need a deal? Do do, do costume right, whales even uh, need a deal? Or are they just gonna buy all the costumes? I uh, bizarre <laughs> news to start the day on the Ultra Chen show. Yeah. I mean, it, like I said, I, I really think that the problem with this is just the naming is really bad for it. But, you know, I have heard, I mean, some people in the chat were saying that uh, the gameplay is better, the mechanics are better than DOA 5. And so, you know, that's always a good sign. That, yeah, so. for sure. And, and as I said last week and earlier today, I enjoyed watching it at the tournament that I saw, what was it, Winter Brawl that happened recently? Uh, yeah, Winter Brawl 3D. Was, was it, oh, yeah, 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 Winter Brawl 3D. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, and, I, and I thought it was good. I thought it was fun to watch. It seemed like a fast-paced game. It seemed like there was a bunch of mix-ups going on. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, the commentators explained it well, so even oh, though good. I have very that's little good. familiarity with it, they, they kind of brought me in. So I enjoyed it, and I have watched it a bit, a bit on Twitch, and it looks like a fun game. Um, I just can't speak to this, the, well, really anything else. I mean, I've just... Right, in those, comparison those to two. previous DOAs, et cetera, et cetera. I just don't have enough familiarity with the, yeah. with the game. I'm hoping that, you know, a 90K circuit will help the game a little bit. I mean, I yeah. feel like if the scene, and, you know, this is the right way to react, not being at EVO spurs them to, 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 to try harder and really craft a strong community out there. I mean, I, I, I'm going to see if I can get my hands on the game, you know, maybe even do a donation drive on my stream or something like that, and that way I can try it out. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I can be perfectly honest. I probably am not going to, you know, purchase the game on my own at this point in time. So, but, you know, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, too many fighting games to play right now. Yeah, so. for sure. I mean, I bought Pokin and I never opened that game, ah, right? So that was a gem. Yeah, that was a, that was a strong game, and I just I really never had a chance it. to open it. So one of the underrated games it's, of this generation. It's it's at a point right now where I have to be very careful with what I'm purchasing. So, For sure. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, anyway, sorry to hear about the uh, season pass. Yeah, like I said, it shouldn't be. It should just be called That's a costume all I'm pass. About right just now, a costume. As you can tell. <laughs> I'm I'm having trouble getting beyond that. Uh, but uh, I mean, uh, again. If anybody in the chat who's been playing the game seriously has uh, any sort of, like, say about how they feel it is competitive, how they feel like maybe they predict that it's going to, you know, how the world tour is going to be, how the competitiveness is going to be, how's the balance so far? Obviously, there's the one glitch where you can bust out of the boundaries of one of the Oh, stage. that was really cool. Yeah, I, I, I was just surprised that the giant hill at the outside of the stage was interactable. Like, I, I thought that. they would fall and float into, like, the ocean. Like, why would you make floor collision on the hill all the yeah, way outside yeah. like at that point it's just graphic right you wouldn't need to give it any collision but the fact that you can walk it and do combos on it that yeah. you can't do anywhere else yeah. i thought was actually kind of funny i agree with you yeah so, it's cool uh, so stage balance is harsh okay ah uh, so stages are a little bit uh maybe too like the interactables are 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 really bad or something so all right we're hearing that the stages are a step back from doa5 Hmm, interesting. I mean, I saw a stage where there's cars and you can combo someone off the car and then they explode and they the car explodes. The car explodes? Yeah, the car explodes. They bounce off. But the thing is, there's like three cars total that can explode on that same wall. So the, I saw one combo was just like explode, knocks him into the car, explode, knocks him into the car, explode. And so like person lost like 
80% of their life or that's something like cool. that. That's pretty cool. Okay. I don't know if that seems good or fun. bad that it's all on one wall that you can get yeah. comboed that badly. Or so, But someone says they haven't seen it done in a real match, I mean, to yeah, be that fair. Seems so a there very you go. particular okay. situation. Uh, okay, okay. Hmm. Cool. Okay, yeah. Uh, so what I guess what high fight means about bad for optimization in the game is as a programmer, if you're actually programming collision on hills, that's just like extra information that the game is processing. Seems Probably like it doesn't need it. So, but I mean, the stage elements have always been there. I've always oh, I don't need a season pass, dude. I don't. <laughs> oh jeez, I don't care about costumes. Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, I just, I mean, I've... I, as I said before, the DOA scene has existed. It's been around. I mean, I've met mm -hmm, some of the mm -hmm. I've known some of the players for quite a long time. Um, they are international, right? They're players from all over the world who play the game. It's just that it's been historically very separated from the rest of the FGC. Mm -hmm. I don't really know the reasons for that. I've never really looked into that. Yeah. Do you, I mean, any thought? Like, I don't know I why mean, it's always it, been I just, that way. I but. think it's just because Dead or Alive has always had that, like, TNA kind of, uh, you know, reputation for it. So a lot of the fighting game proper was probably just, like, nothing to do with this, you know, kind Maybe. of thing. Maybe. Although so, there are definitely some... I mean, the FGC has people interested in that, so I, mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe they just didn't take it seriously in the same way that, you know, nobody took... Nobody in the sort of competitive FGC took Mortal Kombat seriously between mm -hmm. late 90s to the zeros, right? right? And, and maybe that was, and that was with a good reason. Maybe it was the same for early DOA, and it's just maintained right. that view. That yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I, that, like, when, I, like that. when I mentioned last week that a lot of people didn't show up to the Evo when DOA 4 was at, or DOA yeah, right. 3 or whatever, but like, you know, a lot of people messaged me afterwards and were saying, oh, but they've shown up to a lot of the other events at the side tournament last year for the, the final side tournament uh, right, at, at right, Evo right, last right, year right. was really was really well attended, et cetera, et cetera. So the scene has definitely done a lot That's more. That's cool. To, yeah, I mean, <coughs> I, I, I hope so. Game. I mean, my, my point in saying that they've been disconnected is not to keep them disconnected. I, I think if they want to run tournaments or have tournaments or have their games be at mm -hmm. other tournaments, I'm all for it, of course. Right, so yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully the game, you know, can find its niche and 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 have a presence. Yeah, it like you said, it always seems to have more of a presence on the East Coast. I'm wondering if like mm. even Vi is going to do stuff at Wednesday night fights, and he's usually been pretty open to doing every single game. So right. I'm curious if he's actually doing DOA tomorrow. I don't know. That's a really interesting question. So. But yeah, the game is out, and you know, if if it is something that you're interested in trying out, I think it's definitely worth checking out and 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 seeing how it goes for you. So, um, okay, so it will be at Wednesday night fights, okay, and DOA six will probably be a major presence at Big E events as well. So sure, yeah, he's mm -hmm. he's had it for a long time. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, I mean, unless anybody in the chat has anything to add, that's all I really can. Ha I, I really have to say about Dead or Alive, unfortunately, because, like I said, I haven't played it. I don't know anything about the previous games as well. I mean, that's not surprising because Tekken Seven and Soul Calibur Six are the first versions of those games I ever played too. Like, I just never played three D yeah. fighting games because I just didn't understand them. Like when I played them, they just didn't play anything like I was used to. Sure, so. and that was a very common perspective for a long time. Yeah, okay. All right. There was a 
real split between 2D and 3D, which is it seems like it's a little bit less now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People good. cross over a lot more. Yeah. I've even seen Justin trying to hit up Tekken 7 now, dude. He's like trying to get He did. He did play Tekken back in the day. Oh, yeah. He won Evo East in Tekken yeah. 5 because someone told him that he would never be good at Tekken. And so he was like, all right. And so he took that as a challenge and he won Tekken 5. All right. And I have the footage of him winning and running around on stage and stuff after winning, so... <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't have that much to add. My bad, but that's the truth. Okay. All right. Well, let's jump over to the next topic here. Uh, All right. Just as badass cyborg, three thousand worries. We will talk more about Cage than a brand new game. My bad. But that's probably, probably true. Probably that's true. probably true. Oh, he looks he looks good. His let me see right off the bat. Animations. I feel not a big step up. Right. Okay. Not, okay. Not okay, a big okay. step up. Yeah. Some of the other characters I feel are substantial steps up. Like uh-huh, uh-huh. Scorpion has some stuff that I think looks sick, but then Cage is kind of flailing. I see. <laughs> I don't think he looks better at all. Uh, <laughs> but the rest of them look super cool. So I mean, everything else aside, great. Last week, I was saying that you know I definitely want to play MK11. I'm excited for. The slower pace of the game, the more chess-based is what everybody keeps saying, you know, like the, the whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I like games with big footsie buttons yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, only problem is no character has spoken to me yet. Well, I think Johnny Cage is the first one. Oh. So I, I kind of want to play Johnny Cage now. What about just, Cage? I don't know. He just, he's just funny. Like, it's Dude, just... It, he's, he looks, again... Not, I, look, not animations. Everything else looks great. Hilarious. I've always kind of been partial to Johnny Cage. Okay. Like, I've always had a soft spot for Ooh. him, but like... Who knew? But like, dude, he's like, he's the, the, the personality they gave him in this game. I, yeah. I know it's an extension of how it's always been. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I felt like they just did a much better... Dude, he has a p- counter move that makes fun of the ninja mime. The ninja mime. Oh, that's so great. The ninja mime. And then honestly, like... That fatality is so damn good. It's it's the best. It's, it's, it's in my opinion the best one that they've shown for this game, and like maybe my favorite in a long time. Dude, because it's not only just that, but it's an inside joke right. too, right? Yeah. So in the original Mortal Kombat, there was a glitch where you could punch three heads off of the same character, yeah. and so in MK2 they just gave it to him back, but in a secret code, you did the fatality yeah. hold like it was like down block and the two low buttons or something, and he would just punch three heads off. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw this fatality, I knew there wasn't an instant throwback to mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, it was it was cool because, like, all the fatalities try to be overly grotesque, and this yeah. one was just trying to be funny. It and was, I, and it I was thought funny. it was really one, really well it done. Was, it so. was very funny, for sure. It does say, I think the final time he knocks that off is take 19. Yes, it is take 19. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that's pretty funny. Um, even even his whatever they're calling x-rays nowadays fatal blows his fatal blow he uses his fake Oscar to impale <laughs> the other guy right? right like he's smiling constantly as 16-bit pointed out when they were going through uh, the character overview in the combat cast he just is a very like emotive fun-looking character yeah are you gonna show it on stream yeah some people ask me to show it on stream all right it doesn't look like a, it's an ign video oh no i see someone else ripped oh, it rip, and huh? put it onto ign so it's not the clearest of qualities here so just as people just so people know here uh 
just gonna cap it like this throw it here like this okay so cut reset get the uppercut take two action cut who hired this guy what the fuck deadly uppercut take 19 Fatality. Johnny Cage wins. <laughs> this is so great. <sighs> the, and that's that's even a little inside joke thing, right? That's Johnny from the previous game, and that's like what his win pose looked like. Right. I mean, uh, that, there's just there's a lot of fun little jokes about the character. And people said that when you actually see look at the foot of the doll, it's Cassie's name is written on it, like like Andy from Toy Story. What? Yeah, you can actually see Cassie's name written on it in like <laughs> in like child print or something like that. Dude. So, That's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. What what do you think about the world that they inhabit? Do you think people are just murdering people all over the place? Cuz this is I I thought that the storyline was like all right, we're in the tournament. And in the tournament, you, there's death, right? right yeah, yeah, uh-huh. But I guess I assume that like Earth is just a normal place otherwise. But to me, this implies that actually everybody is just constantly murdering other people and it's just accepted. And here's a Hollywood crew, just they're just having just working, you know. All right, murder a guy. I got the video. Okay, whatever. Lunch break. That was my first thought. <laughs> this is a much darker world than I even thought. I thought it was dark. Uh, I think you might be reading a little too much into this. <laughs> I, I definitely can honestly say I did not approach it. I did not think of it in that way. I think it implies that. More, I was it's just a tough, tough you know, place to live. I just thought it was kind of entertaining and funny. It is funny. As a but I think that's a good new head new canon. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's a very so very in movie. So when I was a little kid, when I was watching Dukes of Hazards as a little kid, right? Wow! Like the bad guys would try to rob the the Hazard County Bank or whatever like that, or they were really evil. And then towards the end, they would have the big showdown or whatever. And sometimes they would shoot the bad guy. And the bad guy would go ah, and they'd fall over dead. Right. And when I was a little kid, I was just always like, why would these actors play in these roles where they have to die? You know? Yeah. Because like I was like, these guys had to. Die. I didn't understand it was no, acting, of course, right? Of like. I was just like, why would you play this role where you're dying? Well, in this world, in this world, that is what's actually happening. So, in this world, my Dukes of Hazard fear is actually true. I was haunted for some years about this magic trick that I saw on TV once, which was where you put a guy in the box and then you cut him up or whatever. You yeah, put you light yeah. him on fire is what they did. And you know what I expected as a little kid. I've seen this trick before. Okay, he's gonna walk out of the box. He'll be fine. Instead, a skeleton fell out of the box, and I was like, "They murdered him!" (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, I was haunted by that for several years as a little kid. (laughs) Look, have nightmares. Uh, Anyway, Rome really did that. Oh, in their entertainment, you mean? Yes. Like in they would have plays in which humans were murdered. Yeah. Is that actually true? It is. Not not the main actors, but people who were otherwise condemned to death were murdered on stage, yeah. Oh, so if they were like, You're you you stole from this cart, you're gonna die. We might as well kill you in the play. I mean maybe that or or they were slaves who were just bought to be murdered. Okay. Anyway, pretty rough place. Alright, let's get back to the video game. So <laughs> probably about the greatest uh side jaunt. Pretty weird uh pretty weird time to be alive, I would imagine. So Johnny, Johnny Cage. yeah. So Johnny Cage. 
I, I really I really like one one thing so far about every character that they've showed, uh, which is uh-huh. that they all seem to have at least some capability to zone, to rush oh, down, and okay, to play footsies. Okay, okay. Every character so far has had that. I mean, obviously to varying degrees, right? Like, is Garrus a strong zoner? Probably not. But he at least has these far-range projectiles and stuff. Right. And um, but he also had that Scarlet has pressure, right? Jade has pressure, even though maybe they're primarily right. zoners. But Johnny Cage had that stunt double, like kind of like as an inside joke to his last. Uh... The stunt double is really funny. Yeah. Um, and like, cause I I wonder if that's a good zoning kind of tool. Right. right? Yeah. You got to so... think. Yeah. I mean, he has he has a straight fireball. He's got the anti-air fireball. I guess those are variations. And he has the dude who comes out to help him. I think they just said his name was Steve or I think he had a name. Oh, I did he? Like, did he? he has oh, a name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And they they also pointed out that if you look at. Um, you look at him up close. His hair is a slightly different color. Right? Oh, like he's yeah, like yeah, yeah, not exactly uh-huh, like Johnny yeah, looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, uh, he can use the stunt double to hold the opponent, right? Um, or to just come out, and he's just gonna come out for sure. And even if Johnny gets hit, he's still gonna come out. Yeah. So he definitely has. It's the same kind of mindset. I feel like they're designing these characters to be unique, obviously, but then to make sure that you can play one character and have like all the little different right. variations on how you would play a fighting game. It would be really cool. funny if, if Johnny Cage called his stunt double Nadeshko just for fun, you know. Nadeshko! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he comes out. Yeah. Like, he's, uh, he should have a win pose where they're like... <laughs> right, yeah. And then it cuts, and then it cuts, and then it cuts, and then it cuts, and then you're like, what yeah. the hell just even happened? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like his uh, footsies, of course, are good. That's kind of what you expect out of Johnny is maybe not like the wildest... Mix-ups mm-hmm. is not necessarily like a great overhead low character, but he just has excellent pressure. The fisticuffs mode that he turns on is very Johnny. Dude, it's the, crazy the, the, high the chip lunch damage. Kick looks super fast too. You're talking about shadow kick? Yeah, the shadow kick. It, it looks really fast in this game. Yeah and, then, yeah, yeah. and then the uppercut actually, I'm curious to ha- see how good that uppercut. The anti-air. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that looks really yeah. strong too, for sure. Oh man. Yeah, I think I think he looks he looks strong, but again, it's just that's. That seems like the goal. It doesn't seem like they're trying to design wildly one way or the other sort of characters, you know? Dude, I, it's a I, little bit different than most characters, than most fighting games are designed, it seems. I, I was joking that he should have been voiced by Bruce Campbell. I thought that would have been amazing. So, I mean, the voice actor does a good job. Bruce Campbell, Evil Dead, you know, Briscoe County, you know, the... the, the Only the first one. Uh, uh, the, 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 ring ju- the ring guy from Spider-Man 1, you know? Oh, I'd never even put that together. Yeah. Okay. You know where he fights Macho Man Savage? Sure. Yeah, that was Bruce Campbell. Okay. No, Bruce Campbell's the best. Come okay. on. Okay, I remember the first Burn reference. Burn Notice, did you watch Burn Notice? No, only the first reference so okay. far. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I thought that would have been cool. So, so have we not seen Kano at all? Well, they have not shown Kano. They've only shown a picture of him uh-huh. in his Brazilian costume, which is uh, like a special Brazilian right. outfit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so no, they haven't actually showed him, but they will show him. I think tomorrow, oh, okay, or it's this okay. week. Whenever the combat cast is this week, because they they, be they killed him. In he was the guy that they did a fatality to. Well, they showed a picture of the Kano fatality head from Johnny Cage's fatality. Just now? Didn't they? I I could no. Have that swore. was the ball. The one who they just killed right now? Not that one. Oh. There was like I just saw a random picture of like a Kano head. I'm trying to stay away, dude. Oh really? I'm not, I'm not trying to. No, get but it. I don't think that was a spoiler. Oh I yeah. Thought, I think that okay. was actually. I've kind of, as a blanket rule, have not been 
trying to see any pics. They did? Okay, all right. Yeah, I think it's official. official. Okay. It's official. Okay. It's official. I'm not spoiling anything okay. to you. All right. I'm not going to get fatality by David right Thank now. Thank you very much. So. Okay, that, uh, all right, cool. No, I haven't seen that, but that sounds cool. Kano, though, will be shown tomorrow okay. on Combat okay. Cast. So that's typically at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Central time. Oh, it's a screenshot of Johnny's yeah, fatality with yeah. Kano's it's, it's face. Just, it's just the, the close-up of the face on the glass. And... So I think I would expect the same kind of thing for Kano as for all the other characters so far. Like I said, I really think that it's, at least the characters so far, they all have zoning pressure and right. mid-range just and depends if, on which one you want in the variations and if Kano's anything like he was in MKXL he's gonna have the two options exactly as well, right? he, he was so. one of the best examples of that in MKX mm -hmm. yeah exactly right that was one of the reasons why you like playing for sure so dude he was a zoner and a grappler it right. was it was awesome so hopefully he will be a grappler again I know that Tyler Lansdowne's playing him which implies to me that he's a grappler <laughs> but we'll see yeah I'm, I'm really excited to find that out but uh, dude, the, the more that I learn about the game, the more that I'm very interested in that character design aspect of everybody kind of having whatever tools they need. And, and the more I think that at the same time they've managed to make really unique characters, just maybe not the easiest to do and if that's your guiding principle. Yeah, I'm just worried, you know, obviously how much of it is going to be locked behind variations. Is it a variation Well, thing? for sure. Is it yeah, a oh, customized thing? You know, is it going to be some of the cool things you see are going to end up not being tournament legal that, that is a concern yeah right of course you know it'll be variations they haven't said publicly how they're going to do that custom entirely custom or set variations or what and how many even but i really hope that it's not the case that some stuff gets hidden behind non-competitive right. barriers that would exactly. definitely be exactly. a bummer so. definitely be a bummer Hmm. Okay, but I mean, like I said, he seems really cool to me so far. He seems like a good candidate for me to try to learn the game with. Start with Johnny Cage. Yeah. So. Yeah. Did Did you watch the combat cast? No, I didn't get a chance to. It watch was the It was cool. They cast. showed. You know, they they have. I forget what they call it, like washed up matches or whatever, so, where where Steve Brownback plays against people, and today this time he played against Dizzy, who was a really good Johnny player. Oh, who okay, he okay. Okay. Now works for NRS, uh, and they had a really good match. Okay, it was It was okay. a really good demonstration of the character, I think. Uh, Gray Beast in the chat says they said no moves will be locked from competitive. Did they so, say that? Okay. So hopefully, if that's if that's true, and that they that they just have the variations like that. I mean, has it even been confirmed yet that the game is just going to have variations like MKXL, or is it? I mean, it does. What do you is already is already so when you pick the character, you oh like well, the, they ha no, the, they haven't said exactly how they're going to do that. No, but you know that they have variations. Right. Moves. Yeah. 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 I, I don't. I don't know, and they haven't publicly said if how gonna that's going to be chosen right. in a that's what I meant. That's what situation. I meant. Yeah, they yeah, haven't yeah. said that yet. I'm just wondering, like, is it going to be just like MKXL where you pick the character and there's just three varieties kind of thing I like don't know. that? So, or building... Because building variations on the fly is going to be hard. It, it might be, yeah. And so hmm. when I went to the MK11 reveal, I asked three NRS employees about this. One of them said that they're expecting to have... You know, three variations, mm -hmm. uh, three to five variations. One of them said that they might just have it be completely whatever you want mm -hmm. or completely custom. And one of them said that the other two said more than he would have been willing to say. Right, so right. they, it seems to me that they just didn't, at least at that time, have a set like idea. I, said, I feel like they told everybody something Maybe. different just so what, what gets leaked out, they know who to fire. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really don't know. Oh, man. But uh, okay, okay. 
I mean, building variations on the fly, not hard. Like I said, it's very easy to generate a random number. Like, I'm not a random number, but, you know, a specific number to whatever combinations, right? Yeah. So there will be some sort of algorithm that will generate a number based off of, you know, the IDs of whatever you add on there. My concern is the balance, that's all. Because sure. you're going to find a combination that makes one move broken. So they nerf that move, but then it hurts everybody else who played that move in their variation without the other stuff. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, okay, actually, stunt, stunt, double, Johnny is like in my variation, it's fine. It's my, mm -hmm. but in this setup, oh, it turned out to be broken. So mm -hmm. they're gonna nerf it, and then that hurts me. Mm -hmm. In uh, you know what I mean? So like, uh, that seems definitely plausible. Mm -hmm. Definitely mm -hmm. plausible. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be difficult to balance as well. If they could do it, man, it'd be so cool. And I really hope, as I've said before, that I hope it, Injustice 2 was the training ground for that. MKXL was the training mm -hmm. ground for that, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of figuring out how to balance individual moves like that. I don't know that it's entirely doable, though. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Well, uh, again, I think he looks cool. I think he's definitely somebody that I'm interested in trying. Nice. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that, at least like finally found a character that I could go for, so. I'm still on Team Garrus, but we'll see how Kano looks tomorrow. That's right, that's right. Okay. All um, right. Uh, we've been going for 45 minutes. Okay, wow, I can't believe it. Not as long as we usually have before we take a break. Do you want to take a break real quick? I guess, I'm gonna eat some quince and cheese. Okay. Maybe get some water? Yeah, I'm gonna get some water too, so. I've been eating a lot of quince oh, and cheese. Oh, the beta's so. gonna be in three weeks, huh? Is that true? Is it early uh, April? It is. It's uh, in late March. Late March. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's did true. You, it's also going to be the server stress test. Did you apply for it? Oh, of course I applied for okay, it. Okay. Did you? No, I didn't. I definitely did instantly. Yeah. But yeah. man, when they were doing the combat cast and they had just announced it, and then Tyler was like, "All right, let's see what the internet's saying about this," and he checks his Twitter DMs and oh, nobody's DM me for his secret codes yet. I was like, man, I was literally about to do that. <laughs> I, I literally, I literally, I was like this while he was saying that, and I was uh, like, <laughs> "You didn't want to be that guy. Yeah, huh? You yeah. didn't want to be that guy." Uh, but awesome. yeah, there's going to be a server stress test uh, okay. coming up soon. As well. I mean, you know me and betas. only US. I'm not, I'm not a big beta person, so yeah, I've right. just never really gone for betas at all. So yeah. Okay, cool. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll be talking about some random stuff that's been happening uh, throughout the FGC, just some weird dramas and not really dramas, but dramas and stuff like that. So, Okay, be right back, guys. I have not gotten a stress test code yet. <laughs> come on! Yeah, it's important what's, to try to see if you're left out or not. I didn't know either. What's the, uh, in that uh, bread, like what is the flavor on that bread? Like it didn't taste just like bread. It feels like there's some sort of thing, like flavor baked into it or something, or was I just? It's just a rustic baguette. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Actually, it might be the, there's like a bunch of extra, I forget the name of the flour, but it's a kind of flour that's on top of it. Man, I can't believe that it's a $93 season pass. <laughs> what what a price. I just Dude. What do you even say about that? It's crazy. 
It's not semolina, no. That's a good guess. Can you hear me pee? That was actually just water going into the thing. Yeah, he was just filling up water. That's funny though. I mean, man, I should have gone with it. Yeah. Ew, James. Seriously, you, I would have imagined you would have went right with that. Mm -hmm. right away. That's, a, that's a mess. Whoops, sorry about the microphone, guys. I mean, if it wasn't water, then what am I drinking right now? <laughs> Do you know where all of those hydrogens and oxygens have been, James? Do you know where they've been? Obviously from the Rocky Mountain uh, <laughs> uh, springs. Look, some of them probably have. Yeah, from Arrowhead Springs or whatever, you know. Man, you know, I still don't think I'm completely over this jet lag yet. Really? At this time of day, I keep getting very, very tired. It's always at this time of day, like around five or six o'clock. And when you check out like the world clock, I think this is exactly just like, like midnight at in Japan or something like that. Let me see. Yeah, it's 11, oh no, it's 11.20 a.m., Jesus, okay. Never mind. Then I don't know why my brain is so messed up right now. <sighs> but I'm still tired all the time, so. Wait, there was a Tetris 99 tournament in, uh, announced? Oh, yeah? How does that even work? Oh, well, there you go. Curious about this. Maximus Cup online event announced this week. Top 999 players with the most wins will receive $10 in eShop credit. Ooh. Event runs from March 8th, 5 a.m. How does that work? Wow, 5 a.m. Pacific time? That's prime James Gen time. I know, right? I think I was almost streaming that time for Tetris 99 yesterday. Yikes. All right, all right, all right. Let's, uh, let's get back to the old television show. Hang on a second. I'm trying to figure out how this works here. <laughs> Okay, all right. I'll take a look at this later. I'll take a look at this later. So, ten bucks on eShop. Hey, hey Paratestes again with the subscription. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh yeah, we'll get to that, Curly. We'll get to that. All right. Unfortunately, a lot of people saying some whack stuff. Okay, ready? Yes. What up? Welcome back to the show. Now, our third topic for the night. Is going to be five five match wherein we discuss hot takes. timely matters and give our hot takes. Yeah, or just talk about other people's bad hot takes. Okay, that's also right. fun. I enjoy that. Yeah. So what do you got? I know. Hot take me. This is something that you're not particularly interested in talking about a lot of the times, or just engaging in because you think it's pointless. Okay, but all right, I know where we're going. I definitely went in uh -huh. on Twitter because I was very upset right. being the emotional human being that I am. But uh, somebody out there, you know, and very respectfully, this was not a problem. Thank you. That I had, oh, did someone, oh yeah, shout out to Mondo Fabulous. Uh, I, 
I had no problems with the tweet that he sent out where he was said that uh, uh, CSGO is the best eSport out there because it is the easiest to watch, has the best pacing, has the great round, you know, just listing all these things like that. He's yeah. like, you know, name me any other eSport and I'll tell you why that they're not as good as CSGO. And a bunch of people mentioned... From Bryce Blum. Yeah, so a lot of people mentioned... One of the basically five eSports lawyers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> there's, not, there's not many of us, folks, but anyway. But a lot of people mentioned fighting games. And every time someone brought up fighting games like Melee, his response to them was, they have far less strategic depth than CSGO. Yeah. And that made me mad. Cause well, like, I understand. <laughs> and, you know, again, I, my point was not to debate him. I didn't even tag him in my tweets or anything like that. Other people tagged him or whatever like that. My whole point was to just talk about how asinine that opinion is and uh and just you know for fighting game fans out there have somebody stick up for them basically you yeah. know and, and just, just basically say yes he's absolutely wrong right now a lot of people were trying to argue that his whole point is that team competitions have more strategic depth because you have to have the proper strategy built ahead of time and you know blah 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 all this stuff like that so just inherently it's different than you know tactics and stuff like that that it's strategic depth which is a completely different I, I mean I just think that that's all bullshit basically and you know I really honestly think that fighting games and, and you know I'm not going to be the person who's going to be sitting like shut up fighting games have more strategic depth than, 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 than first person shooters in yeah. CSGO because I've never played CSGO. What yeah. the hell do I? And yeah. if I was playing only CSGO and not fighting games, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. CSGO's the best, yeah, right? Like, I would be 100% in that. So, of course, I'm going to sit here and be like, yo, fighting games have the most strategic. Like, I'm not going to be that guy, right? Like, I acknowledge that all the different games have their different levels of strategy. But to even be any form of esports fan, and to say that another game, especially fighting games, have less strategic depth, to me is just like the, just like the craziest thing. I mean, it, it really comes off as ignorant to me. Cause like, but the, the, what was interesting about it, and sorry, uh, go ahead. Actually, you know what? What's your opinion on that whole thing? Because I'm about to just keep going off on the whole thing. <laughs> I was going to let it happen. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> hey, hang on a second. Yeah, no, that's all right. You can catch your breath. breath yeah. <laughs> so... I do think that it's not... I don't care if somebody else <laughs> thinks that fighting games aren't strategic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It doesn't bug me. Time was it bugged me back in the day. It definitely did bug me, and I can recall getting into arguments about it one way or the other. Mm -hmm. um, I have not always just played fighting games. I played real-time strategy for a long, mm -hmm, long time. Mm -hmm. uh, Brood War and Warcraft 3, uh, for the most part, stopped before StarCraft 2, to be honest. But in the mid-zeros, I played a ton of that stuff. And I always thought that they were similarly strategic. Mm -hmm. Like, not, yeah. not, a, not a big difference. It was more... So, so I felt that they had maybe the same, kind of, same kinds of ideas. Right. With the exceptions that in uh, a real-time strategy game, maybe in, in Brood War, probably a better example uh, than, uh, than War 3. But in Brood War, you had to make similar kinds of strategic choices... 
It's just that they can't. They were spread out much farther, right? Okay. Right. So it's over a much longer game. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's on the shorter end, it's still several minutes, which is like more than most individual fighting game games. Um, and and so it's over a much longer time. But then in the middle, you have lots of. It's not downtime exactly because you're very busy, but you're mm-hmm. not making sort of strategic choices. You're you're executing. You are moving all over the map. Right. right? right, right. It's difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's not any extra strategy, mm-hmm, um, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. So I, I, one of the main reasons that I ended up sticking with fighting games is that I felt fighting games were just like the faster version of the strategy. Like it's mm-hmm. the same strategic right. choices. Yeah. So uh, I'll do the one that lasts for a minute instead right. of the one that takes me twenty minutes a lot of the time. <laughs> um, no, that was that was basically my take on that. I haven't played a a team based game enough. I don't think to really be able to say. Especially CS. I've barely played CS. I played it in college a little bit. Not since then. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Got to up the number. 18 years ago. <laughs> I was like, 15 years ago. No, no, no. Is it? Yeah, anyway. Uh, so I'm, not, I'm definitely no expert. But having played lots of team sports and having played at least a little bit of things like League, I really think that the, the difference there is that the strategy is something that one person or maybe two people are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the whoever the coach slash shot caller, shot caller yeah. whatever the game or whatever the game's term is or however they do it. Um, sometimes that's two people, but mm-hmm. less commonly, like maybe you have a coach and a quarterback or something. You know, it depends on right. on what you're playing. Everybody else is making is not making strategic choices. They're again, it's like you're playing StarCraft. You have to. There's a lot in between. Right. There's a lot in between, and and you have to execute and move around fast. And there's a lot going on, but. It's not the same kind of strategy. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so a few people have access to that. The rest of the team, only a little bit. Um, and I'm not interested in that. Right. So, you know, it just depends on, I feel, what you're interested in. If you'd like to play that kind of game and you're not super interested in the overarching strategy, which is a lot of people and there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. then maybe a team-based game is better for you. Or if you really interested, are interested in it, maybe you're the shot caller. Or maybe you're the coach or the manager or something. But... I like fighting games so much because they are both the faster version of the same strategic choices and it's just on me and I can't rely on anybody. I'm the only one making the strategic choices. Right. So yeah. for me, that's why I think it's the best. But look, I, I totally get why other people enjoy the other kinds of games out there. Right, right. I mean, what was interesting to me is that some people started talking about like, oh, because I was saying all the scenes are just as strategic and someone mentioned Madden. Right? Do you think Madden is just a strategic? And I was like, I would have to think so. Who like, doesn't think football's strategic? Right, yeah, and all this what stuff like that. But the funny thing was that someone actually uh, hit up K-Brad, because apparently that was where his background was. No way! Yeah, and uh, K-Brad was like, yeah, he's like, it's like the same thing as fighting games. I mean, cool. like, Yeah, it was like, I just applied the same strategies and kind yeah. of like thought processes to everything like that. Yeah, I never so, knew that. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, dude, I just, look... Like I said, I, I'm not here to say CSGO is like, oh, because I mean, like, what can I, from my casual standpoint, yeah. first person shooters seem like twitchy reaction kind of like, you know, I just better at shooting your head kind of thing than, than other, you know. That's a good line, Curly. It's a good joke. I appreciate it. It <laughs> says, who doesn't think football strategic? Are you familiar with the New York Giants? <laughs> Damn. Nice. Okay. But, um, you know, I just... Um, I could I could easily say stuff like that, right? But I know better than that. I know that that's an uneducated opinion mm-hmm. about it, 
and whenever I do talk about other people's games and stuff like that, I spend a lot of time going, tell me about why this is strategic or tell me about like what, what makes this good and everything like that. And you know, this kind of goes into the topic of what Maximilian messaged me about. And there's just a problem that fighting games just have a reputation for being button mashers that you just hit buttons. And it really started generating some interesting conversations on my timeline of people just being like, why do you think that is? Like, why <laughs> does this happen, right? And you know, where I came, where my viewpoint came from is there's, there's two things, right? When you're bad at a fighting game, you will die to fireball spam. And it just feels like some guy is just throwing fireballs and it just sucks, right? Or if you're not good at fighting games, I will be able to beat you with Chun-Li Stan Fierce alone. Right? Yeah. And so it just feels like you're just dying to one button. So you're just like, this guy's just mashing. So, like, you get this feeling that it sucks, right? But then, like, if you think about it, first person shooters are literally like zoning, like, long range weapons. It always has seemed like footsies to me. Right. I don't know. So, what I, one of the key factors I'm starting to really believe in right now is that in fighting games, one, the strategy is very abstract, right? And because when you're playing a first-person shooter, for example, it's easy just to imagine to aim and try to shoot somebody. And if you're getting shot, what do you do? You run, right? And in every game, this is an option for you, right? So if you're getting fired at by like three people and you're like, I'm outnumbered, I'm going to die, what do you do? You like run away and you try to hide and to a building or find cover or find your teammates or whatever like that. In League of Legends, if someone is blowing up, you'll run behind your tower or you'll warp through a wall to get through like a forest area and just like yeah, get away from people. Your does, yeah. You can't get away from the other person in fighting games. And I think that's really one of the key things about it is that there's just no ability to disengage with them. So you're stuck fighting them the whole entire time. And so... Oh, shout-outs to Paho Punch. That's right. But you can't get away from them. So that way, when they're just chucking Hadoukens at you or when they're coming at you or they corner you and they just hit buttons and it feels like you can't do anything because it feels like they're just hitting, mashing buttons, yeah. you can't escape from that. And I think that kind of generates that weird feel mm -hmm. of that it's just mashy. You know what I mean? Because there's literally no way to escape it. And so, I, I don't know, I feel like that's something psychologically in fighting games that's so different than any other game, you know? I, that kind of makes sense to me. On the, other, on the other hand, when I see people who are newer at fighting games play, they're, I've never seen them try to disengage. I mean, it's true that they cannot, but I've right. also never seen them try to stay away. Instead, I've, mm -hmm. it looks, seems like they're jumping in constantly or, like, mm -hmm. dashing in. Mm -hmm. So, I think... I understand what you're saying, and that to that makes sense, sort mm -hmm. of, in a, to a degree. But I'm not sure that I've ever seen anybody like try to do it. Right. Well, zoning is different than running away. Okay. Obviously, turtling is a strategy in fighting games. Yeah, zoning no, it's, is you're, a different thing. But running away is literally just disengaging. Yeah. So I don't you can't even disengage. have to fight. It's different. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right. So, uh, but yeah, no. I mean, even what? So, uh, I feel like because you can't run. That's what causes people to just mash on a Maybe. button and attack and keep just know. jumping at you because they really just don't know what else to do. It's hard to feel safe in a fighting game when yeah. you don't know what you're doing, right? You just feel overwhelmed. And the better you get at a fighting game, the more that even though someone's attacking you, you feel calm about the situation. Whereas in a lot of other games, when you're overwhelmed, you either run or you just die instantaneously. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, like in, even in shooters, 
when you're watching poor or weak players play, I don't know that they're disengaging that often. I feel like they are. They're the ones who are like rushing in and being idiots, and they're just yeah. oh, they're dead. I mean, in League of Legends, that's that's a feeder, right? That's, that's yeah. literally what, just, yeah, yeah. That was me when I was learning so League of I Legends. Guess it like the explanation. I kind of want to believe in it, but then on the other hand, I'm not sure that I've seen people who are learning a game actually run away. Right. Right. It seems to me like they're they're trying to engage, but engaging in fighting games is not. It's not easy. That takes some time to figure out. I, I really I like what Leafret or Leafer TV says. He's like, you are never reactive when you don't know how to play a fighting game. You're always proactive. That's how it seems, yeah. And that's very true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like the way that that kind of sums sums it up a little bit. So. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, again, like, again, I'm not, like, it's funny because the guy uh, who tweeted that original tweet, quote retweeted his own tweet, was like, man, a lot of people are butthurt about this tweet and blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to respond to him and be like, it's not that tweet everybody's mad about. It's literally that someone was like, oh, Smash covers all those bases. And he was like, there's no strategic, de- there's less strategic depth in Smash. And, you know, you just read that and you're like, like, how can you even say this? And It's just not it's knowing. Just, it's so, just, I just yeah. didn't want to bother engaging. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. So it's, it's a viewpoint that everybody gets disabused from once they learn anything about it. Mm-hmm. So... Like he, I mean, he's a buddy of mine, like, and he wants to. He said said that he'd like to like talk about this in person, and I'm. I said that's cool. Well, mm-hmm. That's cool with me. But I'm not, I'm not sure it's like an important conversation to have. I just don't super care, right? If he thinks that they're legit or not, I don't know. Yeah, no, I like I said, <laughs> but but like lear- learning anything about it, I'm pretty sure it would make him no longer feel that right, way. It's right, right. I mean, that's just whatever. the thing. That's why I didn't tag him because I wasn't interested in trying to make him think any different. I yeah. just wanted to make sure that, you know, people out there had the opposite opinion to point people to. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I wanted to give people, you know, the ability to have someone go, no, look, fighting games are really deep. Here's why, you know, and yeah. kind of thing like that if they couldn't express it themselves. I'm here... For the people, man. <laughs> hey, look, man. The, the uh, esports bar association, which he is, ooh, president or vice president of. Don't. It's one of those two. Um, and I and I was in the leadership for as well. Um, they had, they do game nights, so like the lawyers can play games with each other, which is kind mm-hmm. of fun. You mm-hmm. know, it's like mm-hmm. lawyers. Nobody has ever wanted to play fighting games. <laughs> And like I've I've proposed it a couple of times. Actually, that's not true. Some people have proposed it, and then I'm like, "Are you you sure?" <laughs> and then it never happens. Because <laughs> you're like, you guys realize if this happens, none of you will beat me. <laughs> yeah, you understand the you know. Right. Whereas, I mean, look, none, none well, of them actually, were competitive players. That, maybe just, that they think they can beat you just maybe, by mashing buttons. I mean, yeah, you know? that's not, like uh, you know, obviously a, a core inconsistency of the idea that it's just a button masher is that if you lose right. to somebody who's just just mashing buttons, that is obviously a lesson to you that there's more complexity, right? right. It's just uh, like a core. Have you ever played a fighting game, ever? If so, you will see if you think about it at all that it's not a button masher. It's just like a core problem with that right, argument, right. but whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just... Anyway, I mean, none of the other. I'm the only one who played competitively. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that—that's—that's. That's, I think that's kind of funny. Like, 
they certainly Let's play games they all to play. experience what yeah. it is that well, players I mean, they, they enjoy. I mean, right. you know, they, yeah. we all play games, mm-hmm. of course, but yeah, I feel like I've played them in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man. Okay. Well, I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to that, or we can move on to other topics and stuff? No. Good dude. One of my buddies. Um, just make sure he doesn't like ban me from like all sorts of like crazy things in the future for yelling at him. So. Oh, you're worried about no, esports man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's funny. Um, okay, so uh, another hot take. Hot this take. Hot take. Continue. Uh, this this past week was the Smash Melee community continues to be up at arms. Yeah. About their lack of inclusion at Evo, uh, a tournament that they have long said that they don't need or need to be a part of. And they're absolutely right. right, They're absolutely right. But at the same time, the prestige of not being put in there is kind of an insult, right? So even though they don't want to be there, they would rather be the ones to probably make that decision. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that they don't want to be there, right? I think they would want to be there. Uh But if they're not there, then that's an affront. Right. Which I agree Mm -hmm. with. That makes sense to me. Right. And so... uh, to this week's hot take, uh, not Leffen's hot take, this one comes from Armada, okay. in which someone asked him on his stream, uh, why are so many other fighting game community scenes and stuff like that, why do they hate Melee so much? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. his response was that uh, they're angry because they keep playing the same old game over and over and over again, and unlike the rest of the fighting game community, which are all sheep, who just move on to the new game that just comes out, and uh, we're mad that Melee doesn't, players don't do the same thing, that they don't move on to the next thing because they're individuals and don't think like she. (laughs) What's your take on that? It's hard to know where to start. (laughs) It's hard to know where to start. Okay, well, that's not exactly... How would it at all be offensive to anybody that somebody else makes a different choice and whether to stick with the game or not? All right, all right. Somebody in the chat says that's not what he said. Okay. Explain to me what he said. He said... He literally said that other people in the fighting game community are sheep because they always move on to the new game and they're mad that they don't move on to the new game. That's what he said. Okay. Right? Like, is there anybody? Yeah, so some people are like, that's exactly what he said. So anyways, continue, continue forward. Yeah, I just don't, I don't sort of understand or have ever seen any evidence of why somebody would be offended by somebody else continuing to play their game. Especially you ever when, seen that or heard when, or anything? when our community is doing that a lot. Like, we're bringing back MVC2, the ST community has never stopped playing. Yeah. There's a good vampire savior community out there, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, it's obviously grounded in, in ignorance. Right, right. So, uh... Right, I mean, I don't know. It's, what do you even say? It's just... It's just I, think, I, think, I think if I were talking with him and I heard that, I think I might just say, nuh I think that, encap- and that encapsulates my response. <laughs> nuh nuh <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, if somebody's going to make a claim like that, then they're the ones who have to put forth any evidence on right. it. If there's, mm-hmm. it doesn't exist, mm-hmm. which it doesn't. I don't I, know. I haven't watched it, so this is on James. It's it's really interesting to me, too, because, you know, uh, 
the melee community in general has been more prone to hearing what a top player says and then everybody just agreeing and believing and following them. So, I mean, not that I'm trying to call out the entire Smash yeah. Melee community, but there's definitely been more cheap behavior in the Melee community, I feel like. I suppose. But, you know. Yeah. I'm trying I mean, to look, say this as nice as possible without, like, being mean. Whatever. So. <laughs> the, the reason that people don't like Melee in the FGC is that they don't consider it a fighting game. That's the only reason I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard any other reason? Not, not, then, it's a not that you agree with it, but have you ever heard any other reason for why somebody doesn't like Melee in the largest <sighs> FGC? I, I haven't. To be honest with you, I feel like it started as, it's not a fighting game, it's got yeah. Nintendo characters, but then is extended to the point where, oh, you know, the, the players don't take baths, or, you uh, know, I mean, or like, you know, yeah. or, oh, they want, they want the VIP rooms. Or, oh, they don't want to play pools. And, right, you know, yeah, like, some, some nonsense. Whatever. Yeah, that kind of stuff, you know, kind of piles on top of it. And then it just becomes that kind of thing, you know, where it's just like the, the adversarial relationship just festers for no... But as far as the game, the scene, whatever... Oh, okay. The game. Just in terms of the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I never heard that. any critiques. Yeah, it's other just than that. people just don't think it's actually a fighting game. And yeah. I was even arguing with people about that on. That viewpoint still exists. Yeah, it's yeah. much much smaller than it used to be, but it still exists. It's pretty dumb. Oh no, Colby Santana, trust me. I have had a lot of people say that to me. They're like, it's not a fighting game. It's got like Nintendo and Yo- I've, like I've it's got Mario too. and Yoshi and stuff like that. There's definitely Very, uh, people who have said silly that. Silly perspective, but I've seen that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In any case, the point is just that I've never seen any critique like what he just what you say he has said. Right. I don't know why anybody would say those things, and I also don't know why he would say or believe those things. I mean, his. I don't know. He's been around fighting games. I know it's not. He's not. He's just playing melee, but. He's been around other events that have had fighting games for a very long time. I don't know, confusing. Confusing perspective, for sure. I, I wouldn't say that was the only thing he said wrong, is that we move on unquestionably. I mean, like I said, yeah, yeah unquestioningly. I, I don't feel like that that was the only thing he said wrong, so... Look, it is the case that fighting game players tend to move on to the next game. I think that we usually expect that the next game is going to be either better or we're just ready for a new one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, for example, in Street Fighter Four, a lot of people were sick of SF4. They, they wanted something that they hoped would be better. A lot of people just were like, look, I played SF4 for however many years, seven years. Mm-hmm. That's enough. It's time for the next one. Certainly some people wanted to stick around. Don't get me right. wrong. Yeah. But, but there was a large percentage of the scene that was for one of those two reasons. SF5 will be better, or, ah, you know, SF4 was good, but I'm, I'm done with it. Right. That's a lot of people, and I understand. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, felt, uh-huh. I felt like that, I felt both of those ways. About, <laughs> but, but with other games, I've either felt, you know, one or the other, certainly. Right. Certainly. So mm-hmm. I, I get that. So, okay. I like learning new things. You know, I, I, at the same time, I like continuing to play old games. I'll play the Third Strike and ST probably just forever. Right. Probably exactly. my whole life. Exactly. And I hope that so. that continues. But I also played Injustice for a year and a half, MKX for a year and a half, Injustice 2 for a year and a half, 
and we'll see about MK11. I'm hoping for a different <laughs> cycle, but you know, I moved on with everybody else because I want to be where the competition yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, so for sure. that's that's like an important thing. Who's going to be playing which games? Was there going to be a scene for? Is there going to be a competition for it? Yeah, and and I think it's, a lot of it does come down to something that you said as well. Is that you know, it's just fighting game players are very critical of their own game, right? Like no matter what, no matter what, like we're big ST heads, but if you would tell me that, you know, someone could actually make a quality rebalance of SD. Of course I'll try it, right? Sure. Right? But I think the difference is just that melee players just don't think that there's anything wrong with their game. You know, there is that sort of well, crazy I mean, they do. They, idolization. They, they clearly do, though, right? I mean, there's the conversation now as to whether to ban a character or a, or Wobbly, a tool. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and while Which though, is kind of the part that I think is ironic. It, but well, that's what I was just going yeah, yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. It is ironic. I think that that's much overblown. And from when I've talked with players who are more in the scene, they've usually told me, like, nobody's really thinking about banning mm-hmm. buff, like don't, right, don't worry about right, it right, right. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, wobbling was banned by a couple places yeah. so I don't think it's the case that they think that there's no way to improve it but you know whatever dude if you want to continue playing a game I first I wanted melee at Evo this year I hope that they can mm-hmm. do it forever that's fine with me right. I don't have any problem with that I feel like one of the things I respect the most about melee players is that they want to keep playing the game forever it's the opposite right, right? I think that specifically is cool Rather than having a problem with it. It's a really interesting point from Escapee. It says, if you're good at traditional fighting games, you can transfer your skill to different games. If you're good at Smash, it's usually just kind of Smash, right? I don't agree with that. You don't think so? Because, no. I mean, we haven't had a lot of players like Leffen who've been able to transfer over, right? We've had a few of them. Sure, yeah. I know a lot of people who began in Smash or who played that oh, that's true, competitively that's true. Okay. in and switched over to fighting games. But I'm just, yeah, a lot. I'm just wondering, like, uh, if it's one of those situations where, you know, you want to keep playing the game that you're good at because it's 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 it keeps you in relevance. You know what I mean? There I mean, he little... quit competitive melee, right? It's true. One v one. True. It's true. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just the more sure. I think about it, the stranger a statement it is. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not, I'm I'm just, not finding. I'm trying to like sympathize with it, and I don't find any more. I'm trying to find stuff. like more logical reason, yeah. but you know, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, Chris G is an example, definitely. Even Noel uh, was. Noel is right? an example. Yeah, Bum uh, is an example. Unknowns an example. Yeah. They I'm sure Mena, there's many Mena more than other people. Mena, Mena RD yeah. started that way. Yeah, a lot of people. Exactly. It's not so, uncommon. There you go. Yeah, I mean that's just the thing is I feel like that's why I argue with a lot of people that I still I do think Smash is a fighting game because a lot of the concepts that you learn yeah, in, in in fighting games apply to Smash and vice versa. So, um. man, I was playing my brother the other day. Oh, he's God. been he's been playing Smash Ultimate more than I have, and he's been like playing it quite a bit, right? Uh-huh. And so he brought it over to play, and I didn't I don't light him up or anything. He we probably went evenish. Oh okay. But okay. he was like, man, I hate playing against you because you like know how to play fighting games and you like adapt <laughs> and I was like yeah <laughs> that's all I got in this game I don't know anything about it I just know like okay you did X last time next time oh maybe I'll do the other th-. like I just right, that's yeah, all yeah, I know yeah. is to just mix it up <laughs> right, I don't have right. anything else that's uh, funny uh, okay well uh, I don't think there's any other hot takes that I have on deck for this uh, week uh, unless there's anything you can think of. Looked no. like you almost thought of something. Okay. That's all I got, man. 
right. The last thing that I have on the docket, honestly, well, I mean, there's a few tournament results to talk about as well, so we'll talk about that after this. But uh, Street Fighter Season 4, just a really interesting video that... I think this is a chin strap? This is my cheek. <laughs> Can't deal with this. Anyway, James, continue. Yeah, uh, anyways, a uh, really interesting video made by Hi Fight that just came out recently. He's pointing out that in Season 4 for Street Fighter Five, to this point, to the end of February, in just these two months, that, well, I guess two and a half months maybe, I'm not sure, but out of the 35 existing characters in Street Fighter Five. 34 of them have made a grand finals in a weekly or major event. Pretty wild. I mean, do you feel like this is the most balanced the game has ever been? Probably. Probably it is. I think, first of all, I have to shave my cheek, actually, or else it just grows up to my eyeball. Second of all, I think maybe Rashid's a little bit too good. Okay. He's not he's not like wildly good, but like he's a little above where the other characters are. Other than that, I really don't have big critiques. Obviously there's some characters who are weaker, right? Some characters are better. Mm-hmm. This is obvious. But nothing's like wildly right. yeah. out of whack. Maybe it's the most balanced, yeah. Some people in the chat are saying that weeklies don't count, but I mean some of these weeklies are fairly significant weeklies too, like you know, strong Japanese players showing up to these weeklies and Yeah. You know um, I liked what uh, Eternal Star said about it on Twitter. He was I saw him tweet and he said that he thinks that when it comes to locals, the player matchups are, are at least as important as the character matchups. Because you play them all the time. Right. So the the importance of the character itself is diminished a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. I, I, I think he's right about that. So, so weeklies are probably not the best laboratory to see who is the best character or whatever mm-hmm. to flesh mm-hmm. out the tiers. But at the same time, the characters have a little bit to do with it. And if 34 out of 35 of them have made it, then I do think that that says something about the right. game. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't take that to mean directly, okay, this is a super, this is the best balanced game. doesn't necessarily mean that, but it does mean it's pretty balanced. Right. It's uh, like, eh, you know, pretty course, balanced at least. The character that didn't make it, the only character who hasn't made it in Grand Finals so Ryu. far. No. Alex. No. Vega. No. Falk? No, no. she's good now. No. Um... Who do people think so? Ed? No. A lot of people said Kage. Kage. No. Nash. No. Guile. <laughs> Guile is the character who has not made it. So... I honestly don't think that that's a weakness of Guile because, like, some of the clips that he showed were like Knuckledo winning, but Knuckledo was using somebody else. You <laughs> wow. know, like Esta, uh, the Japanese yeah. player, wasn't using Guile. I think he was right. using G, G or Sakura or something like that. You know, um, you know. So, I think it's just a lot of people just aren't using him right now. I think just people just aren't playing him because maybe he's too solid and they just want to experiment right now because it's that phase. Well, so I, he is worse. He's not as good as he was before. Mm-hmm. But, but he's, he's not, definitely he's, one of the competitive characters. Yeah, I was about you know, to say, he's on. not significantly worse. Dude, either. I've honestly heard people say that he's significantly worse and I, I that's my reaction was the same. My reaction was the same. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man, it's that's that's really cool. And I do think the game is pretty well balanced. I've been playing it a lot, and while of course I feel the tears are there, that'll never be gone. I do think that all the characters that I've used or played against seem like they have strengths, right? They all they all have some stuff. Right. Nobody's terrible. And although I think Rashid maybe should be toned down a little bit, it wouldn't take a lot. Like just. I don't know why really... Eagle Kick knocks down and, and he, and he lands gets pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that happens, uh, but <laughs> that's it. Other than that, if that if literally if that change hadn't happened, if he hadn't had that buff, uh-huh. I think he's a okay, right. a good character, no problem. But like, it's funny to me yeah. because like, you know, they've come out with a mid-season patch every single time for this game, right? right? Like, if they came out with one, I feel like they would change, like, three things, and then they'd just be like, okay. I, I hope you're right. I hope it wouldn't yeah, be know, much more than right? that. right? Uh-huh. Maybe you buff a couple of characters. Yeah. Maybe Birdie Chain needs to have one less usage or something like that. Because he gets three uses of it, right? I think that's cool. It is cool, but if that's the case, then I would push it back to three bars again. I don't know. Because I, 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 I honestly think it's too good. I mean, I was I watching some footage again, and... Budo winning a tournament because he had that again, you know, and it's just like... I was watching that again, too, and I feel like a bunch of... The, not a bunch. Some of the times that he used it and it hit, I really feel the opponent was not expecting a low mm-hmm. at two-thirds screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, now that you know that... I've played against birdies since... But, I mean, even just for now example... Now you know that. You play it differently. Like, EX headbutt randomly. Yeah. Like yeah. No, it's good. It, I don't want to characterize it as not good. It way more damage than it used good. to be. You know, yeah, so. for sure. It, it definitely is good. Yeah. I think that the best V-Trigger currently and in SF5 history is G's V-Trigger 1. Which is hard to debate. Cause that thing so is strong. so good. That, that thing activates at an EX dash punch and EX low dash punch. Plus 10 on block and plus 4 on block. 13 frame move startup. They go half yeah. screen. Mm-hmm. You can't react to that. Yeah. Uh, it's just happening. On hit, it's full corner carry and like 300 damage. And Any hit is three to four hundred damage meterlessly. Command grab is three hundred damage meterlessly in full corner and carry. And he also has, I mean, every button into V Trigger One is a combo starter. Yeah, because he's got dash punch for yeah. free every single yeah. time. It's, right? I think it's so so good. Yeah. And many characters can't punish when he does like dash punch into V skill, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Some mm-hmm. characters can, and you don't do it on those. But most characters are stuck. And they just got to hold that. That means you can make any approach, and you're safe, and you've pushed them back. <laughs> and you get like eight V skill uses. Really I mean, it's. Good. I personally, I think it's the best. It's funny because I still don't see a lot of people talk about G as being like one of the strongest characters yeah. in the game, right? Is it really just because his defense is that bad? I think that is true. Um, the more that I play against G, I think the the lower I rate him. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine I'll think he's worse than high mid. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll think who's worse than that. Mm-hmm. Because he just has he has great offense. He has good mid range. It's everything except for the defense. Yep. And that's important. But I think that that's not enough to take him all the way down to bottom yeah, tier. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So. Okay. But uh, really interesting. G's anti air is garbage. Jimmy. <laughs> Buddy. Because <laughs> when he hits you with something, Buddy. you die basically. My oh, man gets back fierce into. 400 damage as a juggle. I have made mistakes jumping at G before. Sure, me too. I have made mistakes. Yeah. Uh, down Fierce, if the opponent jumps over you, uh-huh. Down Fierce hits them 
as an anti-air, and they land back in front of you. V-Skill blows up Devil's Reverse. Mm-hmm. It's just like Devil's Reverse, whatever. V-Skill hits you. Oh, I tried to swing behind you. Whatever, V-Skill yeah. hit back there, too. Oh, man. You're a good, you're a good guy, but uh, I, don't know. I don't know about this take. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, did they not have the results listed there? Oh, okay. I guess I could talk about it myself or something. What do you got? Uh couple of events that took place this weekend. Uh, I will undo this and just leave it blank right this before we get to Q&A. Uh, Man, I was playing my, my friend uh, in Bison versus G at a friend's house recently. You were G or you were Bison? I was Bison. Oh, you were Bison, okay. And he was constantly complaining about how strong Bison is the whole time. And he was like, man, Bison just gets to do that, huh? He just gets to do that, huh? And, and I don't know, at least once a game, he would, he would just make some absurd GV trigger thing happen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I didn't, I didn't, like, say anything, but I was, the whole time I was thinking, like, you just get to do that? Dude, you should have <laughs> said that, dude. Oh, I 100% would have said that, dude. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> I think he's fun. He's a fun character. I wouldn't nerf his V Trigger one. I think it's awesome. Oh it's yeah, super yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I, th- I think he's in a great, great spot as a character. It's like I said, I, I, I equate him. It's funny that you were talking about the Bison match because I, I equate him to the new SD Bison. Right. I really think he's the new SD Bison. It's just this guy with just like the stupidest pressure, but then if you knock him down, then he just has to fight his way out, like with just by the skin of his teeth, mm-hmm. basically. So, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. What do you got? Uh, this weekend, there was a couple of events. Uh, most notably, there was the Tekken Pro Championships where they had the 12v12 Korea versus Japan right. event that took place. Uh, streamed on the official you know, Tekken channel and everything oh, I didn't like know that. that. Yeah, it was streamed on the awesome. official Tekken channel. I had a buddy's wedding this weekend, so I was incommunicado. Ah, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, it was really interesting. There was a preliminary set where they had four teams of 3v3 instead of, you know, the full thing. And depending on who won those ones, that uh, the cat or one of the players in that group would get an extra life. Meaning that even if they lost in the 12v12, they could be resurrected and come back. And Interesting. I wasn't sure if they had to play right away or get sent back to the end of the line. I was watching as much of this as I could, but I passed out. So I, I fell asleep during, during the, the, the stream, unfortunately. But uh, Japan won all four of those. So they actually had all four extra lives. So it really wow. kind of turned into a 16 versus 12. Wow. Right? But not only that, but just during the matches, it felt like Japan, from when I fell asleep, it sounded like Japan was just blowing up Korea. Really? And it was really crazy. So there was one player, uh, what was his name? B. B. Elisa. Okay. Right? Like, he's kind of a newer player, but like... He beat John Ding. No, wait. Who did B beat? Uh, B beat Dimeback. He he beat uh, Me. He beat Bread. Yeah. So he was the first one out there. He beat Breadman. And then they sent up Me just to take him out. And he beat Me. Wow. So he actually ended up beating Me. But Me was using Negan. Okay, to be fair. So he wasn't using That's it. great. Yeah, Ni- Negan. Yeah, yeah, basically. So... Uh, but uh, let's see. In the end, it wow. looks like uh, Japan did win. 
uh, with Chikurin eventually defeating John Ding at the very, very end. Does it um, say what the score was, or would you have to tally it up? It's uh, let's not no big deal, so. Uh, there is no score okay, that's here, fine. it looks Worry like. So. Anyway, cool. Uh, does anybody have uh, the actual end score in the chat by any chance, if they remember? Like I said, I, I was trying to stay up and watch this whole entire thing. Obviously, the mo one of the most interesting things about this, though, was... uh, wasn't 1 to 12, was it? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, because because uh, they had 12 left. They had 12 lives left, basically. So they, Japan Oh, only and they had 16, is that what so you're... J Japan what? was B, then Nobi, then Take... Then uh, Hakayo, then Pecos, then Noroma. No, they had a bunch of people. And it was four to zero at the end. Okay, so at the end there was four lives left for Team Japan. So, okay, okay, there you go. Um, but cool. yeah, I, I, I mean, one of the interesting things about it, about the event, uh, I know. Uh, I guess Majin's commentary was kind of a little interesting. I'm not sure. If, it was very cooperation cup-ish. Okay. <laughs> so is that uh, what, that's not what they wanted. I don't know. I don't know because the interesting thing about it was that uh, Mike was on there. You know, Mike uh, Harada's, uh, you know, oh, partner. Yeah, sure. uh, forgot what his last name Murray. is. Murray. That's what it was. I almost said Murphy, but I was like, that's. I know that's wrong. So Mike Murray was on there, and he was commentating with him. And so, I mean, if if it was a problem, I think Mike would have been like, you know, yeah. so, but. Uh, Oh, did he transform halfway through? Again, again, like I said, I, I fell asleep. Transform. I fell asleep halfway through. So, exactly. yeah, it was an interesting kind of situation. So, but uh, uh, overall, again, from like I said, from what I saw, uh, high level matches and I stuff imagine. like that, really, really good stuff. So, exciting. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like what's cool about what's happening with Tekken right now, you know, with Evo Japan, with this event, with Japan winning this event, when Korea has always been so dominant and everything like that, it really feels like the parody is starting mm. to build itself up in Tekken where it's not just like, because last year Ni won every event that he went to, right. you know, and you know, most of the Koreans won the big events and stuff like that. So I think it'll be pretty exciting this year to see how it goes, to see if the, if the, um, you know, if the, if the, the results are a little bit more international now. So I think that's kind of exciting. For Absolutely, them. yeah. I think that's exciting. It says. Cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, so that took place this weekend. Uh, also this weekend was uh, some of the, 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 the SF League stuff that's been right, going on. Right, right. We haven't been talking about those results no. very much at all. Uh, the Japan one has been going on. I don't know if the Best of Five crew talks about they that. They do. Which you should be watching before this. That starts at 3 p.m. Um, I'm sorry, 4, 4 p.m. Pacific time, which is on twitch.tv slash best of V show. So you check that out. So they've been going through all those. But the one that I did want to talk about was that there was the U.S. League qualifiers that right. happened. So you remember there's the players. It's always going to be the, what is it, the top players yeah. in the Capcom Pro Tour yeah. board. And then there was going to be, I forgot how an the second An online qualifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's somebody else, a celebrity, something oh, like that. Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. Well, there's been two qualifiers online already. There was an East right. Coast one and there was a West Coast one. The West Coast one was won by Up to Snuff with Nikali defeating Denka Diaz. Oh, sick, wow. Yeah, in, in, in grand finals. 
And on the East Coast, Rob TV. Oh, with, nice work. With Karen and Guile defeated Mike Too Strong. Nice work. With uh, Zangief. So Rob TV and Up to Snuff are into the event now. So they will be part of that Street Fighter League. And I think that's exciting. It's good stuff to them. Very cool. I mean, uh, to be honest. That's great, with you, yeah. I'm, I'm cheering for Mike Too Strong, dude. Let's let's mm. go. I hope he can run back a future event. I'm not sure exactly how the schedule works yeah. or like that, but that guy. I became a big fan of his at uh, Frosty Faustings. So he's got a fun stream to watch too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a vote rather than a celebrity. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. I guess that implies that it could be a good player, but it may also just be like a fan favorite or something. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, also, this weekend was the Victrix Pro event. Uh, That's right. That was this weekend, which uh, was uh, just a singles Tekken tournament and a singles um, Street Fighter V tournament. Okay. Uh, the and then there was also a little exhibition where uh, f- four players, the three Victrix representatives, and Jabali. Really? Jabali was here? Yeah. Or in San Diego? They got to pick uh, two people from the crowd onto their team and just draft them onto their team. Okay. And then that was it. And then they would play a Pokemon-style single elimination, first to one, you know, kind of thing like that. It was actually kind of funny because Jabali picked uh, Suspendus, I think he called him at one point in time. And then Donka Dillis. Oh, Donka Dillis. Yeah, Donka Dillis. Uh-huh. Sure. So he picked those two guys because he was just going with the people who were in top four at the time. Uh, Sherry Jenix, uh picked, who did she have on her team? She had uh, Filipino Man. Okay. Uh, I forgot who else was on her team. Shoot. Good team already. Yeah, it was a really good team, but I can't. Oh, it was Pinoy. Esti Pinoy. Oh, extra course. good yeah, team. Yeah, Esti Pinoy. Um, uh, Alex Myers. He was like serious mode. Like he, he okay. wanted to win this really bad. Okay, sick. Ah, who did he pick on his team? Like he picked like, like super serious hardcore people. I can't remember who was on his team right now. Shoot, this is my bad. Oh, Danka, Danka, oh, Danka Diaz and JB. That's who it was on his team. Oh wait, didn't you say Alex picked? Danka oh no no no, Alex. No, it was JB and who was the other person who 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 steamrolled everybody? I mean, Jabali picked them up. Commander Jesse. A good team. Commander Jesse, yes, that's what it was. And then Justin Wong. Okay. Okay. His his baby daughter. Yeah, yeah. So he picked <laughs> Alex Valle, who was on the staff running the event, and Yipes, who was hired there to be the host. Okay. So he just put them on the team yeah. as the old school player. Okay. So he was team old school okay. there. But Alex Myers blew up uh Sherry's team 3 0 oh, by wow. himself. And then uh, Vi beat up uh, Jabali's team. Really? And Justin was like, that's why I picked him. Who knows his kids better than Vi? You know? <laughs> so okay. he beat them all. But then uh, Commander Jesse just beat everyone. Like, really? Straight up. JB did nothing. Really? <laughs> JB did. Uh, he was MVP. He did nothing. So nice. he just won that yet. Cat just knocked out the speaker. Um, In the singles tournament, uh, uh, Mondo Savage, the king player, who was mostly an online player who's been starting to come to local events, got second place with Kings. Nice. Super awesome, and I'm stealing so many things that he did. Okay, sweet. I saw some stuff he was doing. I was like, what? Okay. Oh, my God. And the winner was uh, Pickles, I believe. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, A Steve player, so took that one. And then... uh, uh, in Street Fighter Five Grand Finals, 
I mean, I feel bad for Don Cadiz because he keeps getting second place, Dan Cadiz. So he got second place, and uh, first place of that tournament went to SD Pinoy. And it was really funny, too, because SD Pinoy, during that tournament, his joystick stopped working. And so Justin gave him his Victrix stick to use. All right. And then before winning the tournament, he got one. So right. he got a stick. But I don't know if you saw the laser etching stuff yes, that they I had did. on there. I did. That Justin's was stick cool. was actually, like, the fact that they were just doing it live right there yeah. at the spot, like, I felt bad that I didn't bring my stick. It's, that's a super cool thing. But they're doing it at every booth. That you go to, it's gonna be at NCR. It's gonna be at final round. If you if you have a Victrix stick, like I'm gonna fly with my Victrix stick to NCR, and That's I'm just gonna cool. get. I'm gonna make sure I have a, a vector version of my Chenzor Dynasty logo just to like etch on there, dude. Is yeah. is this the stick that is? It has like its own version of the link. You can yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah so you can, can travel with it easily. Yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm, Very mm-hmm. cool. So I'm definitely gonna try to get that etched on there. It was actually kind of cool no it's, it's a super cool dude again super expensive joystick though 350 dollars. even the guy yeah. even oz the guy who was running it was like i know it's expensive yeah you know, well, i mean it's a know. different kind of right. standard mm-hmm. I, i've heard i've heard nothing but excellent things about the stick with the exception that i've heard that it is cold that the <laughs> metal yes. makes it always cold well it's cold at first once you start playing and rest your arms on that spot they yeah. warm up okay. for sure and uh, but it, it it's true it is cold. Whenever I put my it's hands on it first, for me, yeah, to be it's honest. cold. Um, and then everything uh, else looks great. Yeah, uh, obviously that and the price point are are the main concerns. But uh, a lot of people are excited for it. A lot of people ordered it. Not only that, but if you do buy the joystick, the engraving is free. As long as you have uh-huh. the joystick, you can just bring it anywhere where they're doing the engraving, and they'll do an engraving for you. Can you get there. multiple engravings? I don't know. But if you like travel all around and you get an engraving at every tournament to commemorate that tournament, I'm about to make a an excellent memento of the entire year 2019, and I'll auction it off to the highest bidder. Who That's wants it? That's actually huh? a pretty Genius. sick idea. I thought it was funny because uh, like Chris Wynn actually that just sounds pretty cool. I'm thinking about doing it. Yeah, now. I know, right? Uh, Chris Wynn like put on like it's a win-win situation or something like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Filipino man actually etched like you know he lost in this tournament because he dropped so or I forgot what he put on there so, and then of course cool. of course Jabali put himself on there with the CEO logo you know and so you know yeah, <clears throat> but yeah it's actually cool so there you go. Uh, yeah, it was a fun event. It was a fun event. I got to do the top eight, uh, a top four for Tekken commentary. Oh, yeah. How was that? With uh, Quiet Face Miles. And look, I'll say this. I felt very comfortable because uh, Miles has a lot of the Tekken knowledge, so she was able to carry sure. a lot of the technical knowledge. I also was very fortunate because I felt like it was really well. I felt like I did a really good job. But the fact that, like, three out of, like, the four matches that I was watching was Mondo Savage with King, which is, like, the character that I totally know. Right. Like, definitely helped a lot. But, you know... Um, Good. I, I am start. I, I feel like I understand the pace of Tekken a lot more. I understand what I'm looking for mm-hmm. now. And so I can express those things a lot better now. So I had a lot That's of fun really with that. That's really good. I had a lot of fun with that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... I am proud of that, dude. I was happy. I was happy about Great, that. Great, you should be. Because so, I, I wanted to see if I can do more Tekken commentary, mm-hmm. so and Soul Calibur commentary mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that uh, me. that's all I've got for topics. So it's seven fourteen. We usually go till eight. Yeah. 
Do you want to just do some Q&A, like take a break and do some Q&A? Sounds fun to me if anybody's interested in that. Okay, cool. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go on a break. Make sure you tweet us at TV. At Ultra Chen TV, don't do Ultra David or don't don't do Jay Chen's or do at Ultra Chen TV, and we will answer your questions after we take a quick break. So be right back, guys. Oh yeah. What up? Thanks for the subscription. Tap two GG. Thank you for the subscription. Man, so I tried out this Elevate app. Have you tried this? I've heard about it. What is that? It's just like brain training, so it oh, helps okay, you get okay. faster at reading and writing and Interesting. math and whatever. Anyway, what made me think about it uh, was that it has a, like one of its games things is pronunciation. And so it's like, do you know how to... Pronunciation? No, just kidding. <laughs> do you know how to pronounce this word? And it's funny and super ineffective because it has... it. Obviously, that's just up to whatever your accent is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I've tried it a couple of times, and I've been like, there, it gives you three options, basically, how would you pronounce this? Mm-hmm. Or no, it, it's, it, it, it has a voice say the word, and then you have to say, yeah, that was pronounced right, or that was not pronounced right. You already got to pick yes or no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there have definitely been times when it's been pronounced in, like, my dialect, and so I say, yeah, that's right, and it's wrong. That's happened <laughs> a few times so far. It's really annoying. Did you remember uh, Brain Training, the, the, the Nintendo DS game yeah, a sure. long time ago? Brain Training, where you had... Is that the, what it was called? It was, I think it was just called Brain Training, yeah. Uh, but they had that one game where the word would come up. Brain something. And uh, it was colored, but it was also the word of a color, and you had to say the color of the word, not what the word was okay, saying, cool. right? Yeah. So it would come up yellow, but it was colored blue. For so sure. Say blue, For sure. Right? So everybody who was playing that game could do fine except on the word blue. Really? Like, it just never understood blue. And then, Oh, it just didn't understand. Yeah, it just like wasn't registering it properly. It's and brain then someone age. Brain age, that's what it was. And then someone found out that if you say the word brew, it actually that's worked. That's so funny. More often. Oh man! <laughs> so yeah, if you said "brew," it actually—that's very funny. I know, and it was like, "Whoops!" Uh. Interesting. So, uh, a question that uh, we got actually much earlier. I'll put that on there actually what? Uh, earlier. So, <laughs> season one pass is ninety-three dollars. Bomber. Uh. Remember, guys, if you want to ask us any questions, send us a tweet at. Uh, did I get that one? That's cool. Okay. Uh, at Ultra Chen TV, and we will try to answer the questions. So. so, Biscuit Bud, I've been doing this Elevate app for like three days, and I don't think it's super effective, but, uh, you know, I also tested at the maximum right away so <laughs> not a lot of upward mobility for me fair enough uh how do i send tweets is that a serious question or we just uh... okay. but yeah don't ask us the question in the chat please ask us the question on twitter so that we may feature the tweets on the stream itself damn i'm eating this entire thing of bread 
That's really good though. Bread oh, is so good, oh, dude. Bread amazing. is so amazing, amazing, dude. I love bread. There's, oh. you know how like you can go to some of those uh, food courts in malls, and there's that stone oven. There's like this place called. Uh, there's one in the Century City Mall, but they make less like the most amazing mm -hmm. bread. And like you can get a side of a salad or whatever. I just get a side. Like it comes with the bread, and then like I get another side of bread. Nice. Like, I just get multiple bread, and I just eat bread. It's so I good. I can't blame you. It's excellent. It's so good. Well, it's done. Parent, I mean, with me and bread and pasta, I guess I just love wheat. No, I've known I love wheat. Dude, my yeah. Entire Come on. Life, Who doesn't so. love wheat? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Wheat's great. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to the internet program. Let's get to some questions. So if you want to ask us uh, some questions, I guess you can probably do so. Maybe we'll see it. Send it to... Twitter.com slash Ultra Chen TV. That's right. And so this was actually what asked before we asked for questions. But this is from Echo CD who says, uh, if you haven't talked about it, could you talk about the SF League and some thoughts on the community vote? There are many ways to think about supporting players, support accomplishments, support diversity, support fan favorite, despite results, etc., etc. What would you like to see in terms of like how uh, the voting goes? That's a good question. Would you like to see campaigns? Would you like to see that kind of mm. thing? I would like to see players who don't as often have the chance to prove that they have top level talent, but that might. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like there are players who don't often get to travel and, and do well at tournaments, but might be super good. Right. And I would like to see more of that uh, I guess most recently I'm thinking about players like Powell in Japan. Right, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, just you don't see him very often, but he's excellent. So there are some players like that in North America, too. I'd love to see I mean, I know we see him all the time, but I think SD Pinoy and Commander Jesse are two players yeah. like that. Couple I've examples been talking sure. about Toy and, and, sure, and, Toy. and Mojo all the mm -hmm. time. Mojo's right? a good one, yeah. So those guys, those are the four guys that I always bring up whenever mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. that comes up. So Okay. She is attacking that cap. So anyway, I think I think the important point is I would like to see strong players, but sure, I'd love to see at the same time a different smattering of folks than we usually see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but doesn't. Thanks, Paul. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question here from Dakota: uh, What game main events Saturday? Uh, Dragon Ball Z or Mortal Kombat 11? I guess what they mean is which one would we like to see close the event? So Evo Saturday, which one is the last game of Saturday night? Right. Mm -hmm. Would you rather see Dragon Ball or Mortal Kombat? I mean, look. I mean, come on. <laughs> I think I think the better. You know my answer, James. Right, what's yeah, your yeah. What's your answer? Uh, I mean, I honestly would just like to see which game probably just has more entries mm. at some point in time. Sure. Just reward it that way, you know, at that point in time. Or honestly. If I had to pick one without knowing the entrance, I would pick Dragon Ball Fighters to reward it for how well it did last year with the number of entrants and the most viewers and stuff like that. So um, I think it would be fitting to put that at the end of Saturday. And I heard on Best of Five they were talking about it. They're still confused about the Blaze Blue at the start of the day, but I still think it's because you know they want to have something smaller at the start of the day. Smaller. You know? Faster and 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 also fitting for Japan audience time frames as well. So I mean, Dragon Ball would probably be, right. be good for that. But okay, I feel like smaller and faster are probably the two yep. biggest reasons. All right, maybe maybe Arxis has something to show, you know, on Sunday. I don't know. 
Uh, question coming from Zorlon. Which, Zorlon nine. Which is, what do you see happening after SF five, SF six, or Street Fighter Alpha four? Definitely not Street Fighter Alpha four. Absolutely not Street Fighter Alpha four. Yeah, at this point in time, I th- I think it's just going to be six, seven, eight, nine, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't think Absolutely we're going to see any right. change. And honestly, one of the things I. I I don't even know if they need to continue with the storyline at this point in time. Just like freeze it in time and just like, cause like. There are 20 people in the world who really care about it. Right, but the problem with it is, it's like Chun-Li is technically like 70 years old or something like that now. I mean like according to Street Fighter 2, her birthday was like in 1968 or something like that, okay. right? Well, not so, exactly 70, but, yeah. but I think Zangief might have been 40. Right. Something uh-huh. like that in the first one. So right. he, is, he's, he is getting up there. So. I mean, do you... Do Although you, it's not according to, like, normal human time, obviously. But. I mean, obviously, with, like, Ibuki in t- Street Fighter V techn- and Street Fighter Four. In Street Fighter Four, Ibuki's technically, like, seven years old, right? Really? Because like, yeah, it takes place before Third Strike, and in Third Strike, her ending involves her, like, going to... Like, Elena's ending has yeah. her going to high school with Ibuki school, yeah. and stuff like that, right? So, clearly, in Street Fighter Four and Five is still also before that... And so if she's in this, she had to have been like 13 years old in Street Fighter 4. So I just, at this point in time, I just don't know if it works at all. So You want to see, what if they do like a Mortal Kombat 9, start everything over? That would be interesting. It would be interesting if they did that, to be honest with you. But, I, you know, it's just, gameplay is just... Like Street Fighter is just not known for its story. Of course, here. but there are people who care about it. And Hugo I do th- wants to be a potato. I know, I know. But think if they had a functioning story mode that actually mattered, it actually had cool cinematics, it actually had good voice acting, that really would bring in a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, it's true. It's because true. Mortal Kombat and Injustice really do get a lot of buys. Mm-hmm, Maybe not competitive mm-hmm. players out of that, but the game is bought a lot yeah. because that stuff's really yeah. good. It'd be great if Street Fighter had the same thing. No point finishing this sentence. It's not happening. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, oh, geez. This is a complex question oh, here. We got a serious do, old question. Do, do you want to answer this one here? Uh, yeah, wanna... sure. Because I, I, I can't speak on this topic enough, right? But Peter0611 asks, thoughts on the recent controversy surrounding Re- Representative Elon Omar's comments on the U.S.-Israel relations. I know this is a very... Very uh, top, probably very pertinent topic for you, right? I broadly so, agree uh, yeah. with her comments. Um, what I what I mo- what I find super annoying is the conflation of Jews with Israel. I don't like that. I'm what what more argumentative group of people out there are there than Jews? Like, don't conflate me with all with what Israel does and what okay. all Jews with that do with that. Okay. So yeah, I basically agree with her okay. critiques. Okay. Uh, Kuro I'm not a big fan of Israeli policy Come on Asks Are we going to play Devil May Cry 5 So my story with the Devil May Cry series So when you're a gamer There are just franchises that you end up dropping For one reason or another Because you just can't play them all Right There's just too many game franchises out there Yeah Devil May Cry for me was one of them that I dropped because I played Devil May Cry 1, I enjoyed it, and then I heard 2 sucked. Okay. Right? Because it was developed by a guy who had never made a game before. He was like a a, a director at one of the major Japanese gaming magazines, and they just like, here's the reins, make this game and stuff. And and apparently the game sucked. Okay. And I was like, well, okay, there you go. And so I didn't play it, and that became a franchise that I dropped. 
So I didn't play three. I didn't play four, which is apparently amazing. I did play DMC, weirdly enough. But uh, because of that, I probably have no intention to play Devil May Cry 5 at this point because I just never played any of them. So Nope. So yeah, I've I don't heard... have any opinion on whether it's a good game or not. I just know that I'm not going to play. Right. I, I just know... I've heard 3 and 4 are amazing. And I'm, I've heard that they're kind of right up my alley because they're very combo-y kind of fun games like that. But... I just I don't know what to do about that. I just don't have time. I I can barely get through Spider-Man right now. I haven't even found nearly as many shrines as you have. And I found all the shrines. Right. I haven't gotten all the stars and Odyssey and all these things like that. So there you go. I beat Celeste and I got the B sides and all that stuff. It was a great game. How do you find the time, man? That's crazy. On an aeroplane, dude. Oh, we went okay. to Japan recently, dude. The first flight, I slept the whole way. And yeah. on the second flight, I somehow just watched movies the entire way home. It was pretty crazy. So, okay. All right. Uh, Genius asks, "Do you think that Capcom is preparing for SF6? Why they didn't make any announcements in S4 for new in-game content besides cosmetic stuff? I think it's pretty strange. Uh, we all think it's pretty strange. I don't think any of us is." Like, feels like, well, that's fun, cool. Like, I'm clear on that. Like, I think it's crazy. I'm just chomping at the bit for Final Round, which is coming up in a couple of weeks, because I'm hoping they announce something, because I'm really sad that there are no character announcements. Like, I'm sad that, like, at the end of Season 2, we got this awesome Season 3 trailer and hyped everybody up, like, who is G and oh, who is Falk and, you know, all this stuff like that, and then here in Season 4, we have nothing. I still thought that they were going to try to do some free-to-play thing, but if they are if they were going to do that, I feel like they would have announced that a long time ago, so I don't know what's happening. I know that the Arcade Edition is coming out in Japan very soon. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're going to try to do something to coincide with that. I don't know. I want to know something. Again, yeah. they never tell us anything, so we literally know nothing. And so I'm hoping that at final round we learn something. I agree with all of that. It's very confusing the way that they handled the end of season three. It seemed like everything was going fine, and then they all of a sudden Kage's out. All of a sudden, you can get fight money by having ads in game. Oh wait, no, nope, not you can't do that anymore. Like it just was very haphazard. <laughs> Right. Very hard to understand. So I'd like some explanation. However, I don't think that Capcom is preparing preparing for Street Fighter Six. Right. My my strong guess is that SF5 is the game for the next at least a year, a couple of years. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, that probably means even at two years, that probably means they're already starting oh, thoughts oh, on sure. it and and stuff like that. that. that but oh, that makes sense. But you know, because that's just how video games usually yeah. work. When video games are announced, they've usually been being worked on for like two years and yeah. stuff like that. But that's not anything like, oh, Street Fighter Five is a failure, so they want to, you know, like, I think it's just... It's just yeah, if they're preparing for the next game, that's understandable. A standard procedure, right? Yeah. That's what you want to do. Like, is is Harada working on Tekken 8 right now, probably? Probably. probably. Yeah, there's probably some thoughts on that already, yeah. too. So, you know, there you go. Um, so, uh, Typhoon asks me, what's my favorite king throw? I'm a muscle buster man myself. Interesting. He's got so many throws. Okay. Obviously, Rolling Death Cradle is a cool one. The bridge mm, is, is a cool one. one. But uh, I don't know. Do I have one that I particularly like? 
I mean, the reason why I played him, honestly, was because I wanted to power bomb people out of the air, right? Like that's literally the, why. The combo ender. Yeah, the combo that's ender. Super cool like, ender. I think that's just. I, I might just have to go with that because that's literally why I picked him, right? Because I just I thought it was. It's cool. Like. He, the grappler gets to juggle people out of the air with yeah. a throw. How it's sick a cool is noise that? While doing yeah, it. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool. It's so cool. yeah, so I probably just go with that. Otherwise, I really like up one two where he just picks you up and then just slams you because it's a it's a wall splat and so it gives me the wall throw mm. too. So and you can make him go backwards. So if someone's pushing you in the corner and they're not careful, you can grab them and then turn them around and throw them in the wall. But yeah, I'm always a fan of gadget finger. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know me. Okay. Diogenes uh, asks, "What kind of goal would we need to meet to get an Ultra David and James Chen karaoke stream?" I don't think that would ever happen, huh? That's a tough one, friends. Because you would probably never want to do a karaoke. So, like, I would like you just have to Nothing ask for James. Me. Yeah, you just have to ask me, and I'll do it. In fact, I owe you just everybody, do it anyway. I owe everybody one because I usually do one for my birthday, right? Uh, so, on my birthday, well, I was I was traveling for Japan right? and all that stuff like that. So, uh, I, I'll, I'll have to do it. But for you, what would it take? Can we do a monthly Patreon goal of like? A thousand dollars, and then you would do a karaoke stream. A thousand? If if I were to get paid a thousand dollars a month, sure, <laughs> sure. I was hoping I'm, I would throw something so ludicrous that you would even be like, no, still. I mean, I would feel weird. Like, why would you pay me a thousand dollars to do that? What a terrible idea. But, well, no, no, total, total between everybody, not one person paying a thousand dollars. Well, yeah, I'm saying like, why would as a group? Oh, Anybody okay, giving me a thousand dollars? What a horrible idea! I'd feel bad accepting that. Okay. But I probably would. You would do it then. Uh, anyway, okay. please don't. Well, okay. Since you know, the question is, as well as how do we find the right five hundred dollars? Would you do it? No. You wouldn't do it. So at a thousand, you would, but five hundred, you wouldn't. Nine hundred ninety-nine. Nine hundred ninety-nine. Okay, that's Projected. the. That's the. Okay. Fair enough. Projected. Okay. Why don't we do one right now? Go! Sing a song. Yeah, we won't even pretend to sing a song. Okay, um, Augusto asks, personal ratings between Street Fighter games. Uh, for example, one SF2, two degrees? Cool. SF3. What country are you from where you do degrees instead of like first or second? That's pretty cool. I've never seen that before. No country name there. So. Cool. I mean, different countries do it in different ways, obviously. And first wouldn't make sense in many languages because mm-hmm. the ending of anyway. I'm curious. Uh, obviously, for me, my favorite are Street Fighter Two, uh, Super Turbo, and Hyper Fighting, and then probably like Alpha Three would be my next favorite. But what if you had to do all of the game? Oh, the whole series. Everything. Oh, the series. And maybe you pick like the best one or two of the different sub series. Right. So, you don't have to say like where champion edition. Right, right. Right. So it'd be two alpha, threes, and then one. Oh, but there's four and five too. Right? Sure. <laughs> you like transported twenty years ago. <laughs> okay, it would probably be two alphas. Maybe five, then threes, then. 
four than one? I don't know. I'd have to think about this a lot more. What about you? Um, hey. Oh, you're Brazilian. Okay, so in Portuguese and Spanish. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Primero, etc. Yeah, okay. So what would you do? Anyway, that's very interesting. Thank you. Uh, I would say third strike. Are you counting the whole series or just the just, best? Just the hit? best. The best. Oh. Well, third strike, and then I'm going to have both SF2 and both ST and Hyperfight. Okay, okay. But you don't have to have like Champion and Alpha 1. Nobody cares about those games, right? Okay, so. okay. All right, so, all right. Third strike, number one. Super Turbo, number two. Um. Oh, this is a close one right here. Street Fighter V, number three. Uh, then Hyper Fighting. Then SF4. Then Alpha 2. Then Alpha 3. Then Street Fighter 1. Okay. Complete. There I'm happy go. with that list. Okay. That came out okay. easily. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I have to think about mine a lot more. Uh, Crownless King says, I can go into a rant about this, but we're afraid. Did I have SF5 third? I did, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. anyway, that's proper. Uh, this, this question discussed, do you believe when it comes to local or tourney play, MK11 can strive and do better if the variation system becomes easily customizable on character select for play? Hmm. Um, I'm not sure that I believe that it would make a big difference either way in terms of... sort of making the competitive scene bigger. Would the competitive scene be bigger if the characters were easily customizable mm -hmm. or would it do better if they were just like three or whatever number set variations, right? right? So that you got two options. So, I mean, I the, my take on it was basically what I said earlier. I think it would be easy if they just came up with a number system, right? So whatever combinations you come up with, there's just a... Uh, an algorithm that generates numbers like so this combination set is one six seven this combination set is eight two nine you know it's very easy to do that because as long as everybody has a certain number of parts it's and it's IDs watch out he's gonna try to eat your cheese yeah he, for you're gonna go after the cheese aren't you yeah he's a hundred percent gonna go after the cheese this is what he does um, you can come up with numbers my fear is the balance is gonna become such a crazy situation difficult uh, if, if you missed it earlier when I talked about it, uh, Crownless King, you know, I mentioned like, for example, let's say Stunt Double is a variation for Johnny Cage and you use it in a combination that doesn't make it broken, but then they find out that a certain combination does make it broken, so yeah. they nerf it there, yeah. but then it gets nerfed in your set for not being broken. You know what I mean? Right. So balance is always the hardest part, in my opinion. Well, it sounds like for Crownless King, the entertainment for the viewer is maybe the bigger question here. Yeah, and that would be hard too, because I feel like if the variations are so different, then people are going to get confused and be like, how come he's doing this and not this other person's well, doing it? And they might even get a little confused as to what exactly is happening. I do think that consistency in fighting games is... Sorry. That was loud. Uh, oh, was I it do, my yeah, because yeah, it hit your microphone. Oh, I do think that uh, consistency in fighting games is something that's very useful for viewers, which is why I've always been a proponent of no costumes, right? Right, so, right. Because yeah. I, I feel about that kind of the same way. So, well, I guess I 
I mean, that makes sense that that would have that that lack of consistency would be a problem, but mm, I just don't I just don't see it being a big difference either way. I guess right. for for viewers. <laughs> oh, that's feed right, dude. Me, feed me. Oh yeah, I smell I'm like so cheese. So nice. Huh? I'm yeah. such a nice cat. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it would make a big difference. I would I would prefer just as like sort of. I feel like it'd be more fun if somehow everything was balanced and. You could pick all of your moves. I think that would be the most. That's the ideal. I think that's a difficult ideal. I'm not sure that it's practical, but that would be the ideal. I think. Okay. Right. More variety for both player and viewer. Sure. All right. But again, I feel like that's quite difficult. All right. So I will just request no more questions at this point in time. I think we'll we'll just call it sure. at this point. So no more questions. So after this bunch of questions here, there will be no more questions. So do not send any more questions. All right. Next question here we have is from Amine Amin50. Uh, is there a specific character you guys want to make it in Street Fighter Five for Season 4? Pretty sure we've answered this before. I've just said Sodom and Honda just because of my OCD completionist sake. Because I want all the alpha characters to have come back at least once. And I think it's weird that Honda's the only Street Fighter 2 character who has not made it back. 12. Oh, God. 12 and Oro. 12. Igner Greyhound asks, what is the best bread... I have to spend way more time thinking about that than my ranking of <laughs> stuff. Come on. I'll tell you this, though. I don't... It might just because childhood memories have messed my brain up, you know, because nostalgia or whatever like that, but I still think the best bread I've ever eaten was we... It was an elementary school, and someone came in as, like, a professional bread maker and made us bread in the classroom just to show us how it worked. Wow. And so literally he pulled it right out of the oven, sliced the slice, I put butter on it, and it was just mm -hmm. the most amazing piece of bread that I'd ever had because it was so fresh and so just cooked on the spot. And it was like ridiculous. So, uh, But that's like not any particular type of bread except yeah. super fresh made bread. So. Boy, it's a tough one, man. I'm gonna have to go with Hala. Hala final, an, final answer. Egg right. Hala. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. That's correct. Yay! It is correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's okay. my answer. Okay. Uh, if I that's had, a hard question. If I had to pick a bread, it's... I love I love so many breads. Dude, bread is good. Bread is good. Oh, dude. I mean, I, like I was said on Twitter, I was thinking so much as people have been talking about French bread about when I lived in Paris and I got French fresh bread oh. you know they require licenses to be able to make bread there yeah you got to be licensed buddy you can, not just any schmo can make bread in paris yeah you believe need a it. license you, you to make bread to say in you're France, okay yes and anybody can buy a gun in the states anyways okay well, yeah. as a uh, result they make fantastic bread it is amazing morgan chan asks have you ever pissed off an opponent by sandbagging them yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure, yeah. Because they can tell you're not playing the hardest and then they get mad about that. Are you going easy on me? You know, kind of thing like that. I've definitely done that before. So, okay. Man, you know, I was talking about Elevate earlier. I, I answered one. One of the things is where you can subtraction. So you're trying to subtract numbers really fast. And it's like 
384 minus 212, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I screwed it up once, and then the next one they gave me was 20 minus 10. And I was like, are you, I am offended. Man. <laughs> I'm offended right now. I can't <laughs> believe this. They're like, let's give you this hard problem. Fail. <laughs> this this guy, idiot. This okay. <laughs> I was so Man. mad. Did he graduate second grade yet? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Okay, uh, Tap2GG, thank you for the subscription again, by the way, asks, if the Mortal Kombat Summit is anything like past Smash Summits or the Summit of Power, there will be a lot more than just the main tournament bracket. What kind of activities or side events would you like to see? Also, what other game really needs a summit? Uh, what would you like to see? So I will say this just for other games that need a summit. Mm. I think we need a Tekken summit just mm. so we can put Poke Chop on there. Oh my gosh. Excellent right. choice. Uh, I would like to see a Guilty Gear summit as well. Sure. So, yeah. Okay. Um, but for side activities, I would like, honestly, I would like to see them get a bunch of mannequins put watermelons on the top of them as heads and have the players execute their best fatalities. Yeah. I think you, the, you're going to give them swords? Is that what we're talking about? I don't know if we'd give them swords. I don't know either, that, that would be like like in uh, the movie Walk Hard. Have you ever seen that no. movie? Dude, you, dude, you would love this movie. Okay. It's one of those, it's like a biopic parody, right? Okay. And it's, uh, you know, it's making fun of the, 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 the Johnny Cash movies and stuff like okay. that, you know, where there's like the tragedy befalling his brother and the, the two kids are like, hey, let's go play machete sword fight. Nothing bad could ha possibly happen. And yeah, so yeah, I wouldn't okay. give, I wouldn't give NRS players. Uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be handing around swords anywhere. That's yeah, for sure. But like maybe like a, a, a hammer, like a mallet or something like that. I can tell you that. I'm not their lawyer, but if I were their lawyer, I would not sign off on this. <laughs> I would strongly recommend against it. Oh, man. Not a good idea. Yeah, but I think it would be hilarious. It could though. be hilarious. It would be hilarious. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what about stand-up comedy routine? Stand-up comedy challenge. <laughs> no. Give us your 10 minutes best stand-up oh, comedy challenge. God, no. I actually think DJT would knock this out of the park. <laughs> I mean, look. The thing about comedy, the worst thing about bad comedy is that you can't laugh at it. That's what makes it bad. And that's what makes it so awkward. Yes. So, like, you would seriously have some guys just being up there being like, so I walked into this arcade one time. I walked time into this arcade and uh, the guy, this guy pushed me over. I had a friend who told that story once. And that was it. <laughs> Jesus. We still razz him all these years later. It was like 20 years almost. He told us that story. What games would you like to see a summit for? Um, I just think, I mean, eventually I'm, I'm, it'd just be nice if every scene had a summit, yeah, right? So, there hasn't even been a Street Fighter summit there's yet. There's not been too. a Street Fighter yeah. summit. Yeah. I think Street Fighter would be a good one, too. Yeah. Uh, Darren asks, what would you both like to be most remembered for when you decide to stop commentating? What a cool question. I want to be remembered for the guy who made everybody use the term trip guard correctly. Oh, boy, no. you're shooting for the stars. Because <laughs> I made up that turn, damn it. Uh, anyways. Some uh, things are not attainable, friend. Uh, hmm, Interesting. What the same friend like also to told me the story for? where he was walking down the street once, and uh, he and his friend, and his friend walked into a tree, and the tree shook. The guy just had no idea how to tell stories. He just didn't know how to tell stories. <laughs> he just had no idea how to tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh boy. Um, <laughs> what would I like to be remembered for when I decide to stop commentating? I guess honestly, just being. Uh, Still laughing. <laughs> uh, just being uh, a positive influence in the FTC, someone who had been advocating and really tried his best to help promote the FTC and, and make it a greater thing than it is. So, you know, I mean, not a greater thing than it is, but, you know, make it, understand. Make it grow into something great. So sure. helping well, you've build been, a You've been industry. involved since the beginning with that, man. Yeah, You've had a big why. hand in all, all the parts. That's why. <laughs> all the parts. Um, I, re I really don't know what to say about this. Um, I never think about what any potential legacy could be. It's not that I am trying not to think about it. I just have I've never thought about it. Mm -hmm. um, it's not something that I'm not a great planner and like thinking ahead or mm -hmm. in many ways. And I think this may be one of them. I just tend to do things short term mm -hmm. and right. not think about the far off. It was funny. That's not always a great idea, but <laughs> it's been hard for me to do the opposite. So yeah, I, was, I, don't, I really don't know what to say. Milk T on Twitter asked, uh, just like openly to anybody, that she was just like, you know, if you had unlimited wealth right now, like what would you change your life to do or whatever like that? Or what would you be doing right now? And I literally said probably the same thing that I'm doing right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is this is what I yeah, want to be doing. maybe. This I don't is, know that I'd be doing too much different. This is what I want to be doing, man, so. Uh, yeah. Zarek asks, how much time slash training is needed in order to get back to the flow of competing? Haven't had time due to work and other life issues. It just depends on the person. Yeah. Everybody's different. I've, I am really bad at fighting games right now. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm really bad at them, and it makes me sad. But I am a volume player. Right. I've always needed to play lots to be good, and um, not everybody is like that. Sure. Someone like Justin Wong won't need that kind of stuff. So it really just depends on the person. So it's kind of an impossible question to answer, unfortunately. It just really depends on the person, in my opinion. So, I, I think that's I think that is true, and it's I don't, I mean not everybody has the same kind of needs for everything. So some people may need, you know, if you're trying to budget how much time you need based on how much time you needed to study for, to get by in school or mm -hmm. to to work at whatever your business is. Um, those might not necessarily be the same amounts of time for something like fighting games. It's, I feel like it's hard to say without having tried it, without you having tried it. Um, I think the best thing to do is probably try to jump in and, and evaluate that yourself, right. really. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does, I think it mixes, it changes quite a lot person to person. Ah, cool. Toshin asks, thoughts Ooh. on the Dogface show debuting 10 years ago? Man, are we that old? We sure are, dude. Yeah, did you see Derek Daniels' post about this? Yeah, he asked me to write something for it, and I just was busy this week, and I haven't oh, had right. a chance yeah, to, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I read it, too. Um, so Derek Daniels put up a post. You can find it on his Twitter account, which is, I don't remember. Omni-SRK. SRK. Omni-SRK. And anyway, he, he wrote up a little spiel about it, because... He was involved in the original Dogfish Show. You were involved. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, of course, Vic Dogface was um, involved. Madge. Madge was involved, and I guess the original guests were Mike Ross Gutex and, Gutex. and Mike, yeah. Before they were a pairing, right, too. Right. Uh, yeah. Some part of me wants to believe that that kind of helped create it. I think that makes a lot of sense. Why not? Yeah. It was a funny show, you know, it was a very unique show. There's still nothing else really like it, mm -hmm. in, especially in the FGC. But I think even in larger esports, I don't know of anything else that's like it. Dude. So it, he's he just was kind of a unique guy, really cool dude. I didn't know him very well, but always thought he was a great guy. And um, he was very funny. He, very he funny. just told us that he was going to do an interview. Literally, he was just like, oh, I'm going to do an interview, here's my guest. We're like, okay. So we go on the show, and me and Derek... And Madge and Mike Ross's older brother all just sitting in that theater. We were just expecting very, like, oh, how is the fighting game community? Sure. And then he started going off on, like, you know, like, you know, who would make a better leader, Optimus Prime or, or Obama? Or, you know, like, you know, or if your kid told you, you know, that, that fighting game, that video games are for nerds, you know, like, how, like he was just going off. And, yeah. dude, I can tell you it was probably one of the hardest in my life to not laugh out loud because we were Cause you're there for the taping yeah and like every time he kept asking questions like me Derek and Madge would not make eye contact <laughs> like every time he said something like you know we wanted to look oh, at each other man. and go like what the hell but like we knew if we did that it would have been over so like every time he asked any question we would just be like that's great dude it was oh my god it was so goddamn funny dude and and honestly, I'm still really proud of the editing job that I did on that because we had three camera views, right? And I tried really hard changing the camera views in a very intuitive way, so mm -hmm. much to the point that I put that pressure on to all of the future editors, and I think I drove them all crazy uh -huh. because a lot of times they would just stay on one person talking forever, and I was like, no, change the view, like break up the monotony. I was like, do this, and duh, and I was just like, rah, 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 kind of guy, and, and I really drove some of the editors kind of okay. that shit, to be honest with you, so... But, like, when you watch the first episode, I mean, if you take the time to pay attention to the editing, like, you'll see, like, when Mike is talking, then Gutex starts talking, I slowly pan to Gutex. Like, just naturally, you would just start looking at him, and then, like, you hear something for a long time, and then I pan, then I change to the full view, and then I just, I felt like I did a really good job with that, so. Cool, man. Anyways, yeah. I remember watching it and thinking it was super funny and that he did a great job. But yeah, 10 years ago was 2008, and Street Fighter IV was out, and we were playing it mm -hmm. in the arcades here in Southern California. Some other people across the country were too. So the interview used Not to be, people. all of the interviews used to be on Dogface's YouTube channel, which was eliminated. It just disappeared. So um, all those interviews are gone. However, Derek Daniels did re-upload the first episode, I believe. And if yeah. you go on to that article, again, on Omni, is it Omni underscore SRK or is it Omni SRK? Let me make sure. Uh, I think it's just Omni SRK. Nope, it's Omni underscore SRK. No, what the hell? Did he change his Twitter? Holy crap. Oh, he's Derek underscore Omni now. So Derek, D-E-R-E-K underscore Omni, O-M-N-I. If you go to Derek underscore Omni, you'll see that he put up that retrospective there. On that blog post, the first part of the episode is on the bottom. 
of the is embedded on there and if you click on that link you should be able to get to all the other parts on that same channel basically and man let me tell you dude that was capturing on video camera digitizing literally video right yeah uh -huh, and digitizing everything and jesus like nowadays it would just have been like click 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 yeah, okay we're done easier, of course we're done. yeah so. anyway it was it was a good show it would be great to see something like that come back it would be great to see Dogface come back. He went to Evo, apparently. I wasn't there this year. But yeah, he's he been at there. like the last three Evos. Okay. He's been following the scene. He lives in scene. Vegas, I guess. He's been following the scene very closely, too. So, yeah. Anyway. He, he knows about all the players and everything like that. So, uh, All right. So, Crownless King is back and asks, Would you guys like a new Street Fighter if it took the visual style of games Capcom uses you for the RE engine, such as Resident Evil 7, 2, and Devil May Cry 5? Would that be too drastically weird, realistic looking? Do you mean like a 3D fighting game? Well, no, he just means... I don't know if you've like paid attention to how realistic the people look in in Resident Evil 2 remake and in Devil May Cry 5. Like, it's it's frightening. The engine is like... It, I mean, like, my friend who's been playing video games as long as I have, he's the same age as I have, he's yeah. like, I played... He, said, he told me he played Resident Evil 2, he's like, he's never seen anything like it. He was like, Uncanny Valley is just destroyed. Wow. That's it. Like, that's how crazy the, the, the graphics are. But I don't know if that would work for Street Fighter V, to be honest with you. Certainly not for SF5. Could you imagine a Street Fighter game where it did work? I don't know. Because the thing is, they purposely made the hands and feet big because it you can see what the moves are doing right. a little bit better, right? And so that's why Chun-Li has this gigantic hand in Street Fighter yeah. 4 and stuff like that. You know, Dalsim in Street Fighter 5, his hand is like taller than his head and whatever, you know. But uh, I, I like Street Fighter kind of being more like, uh, more like anime-ish kind of yeah. cartoony. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't mind that. So No, I'm fine with it too. I don't know that I would want a hyper-realistic fighting game. Yeah, there is a screenshot, Leifert TV, TV, that there is a realistic-looking Street Fighter V yeah. in beta, and I've it looked it really well. weird. It did look weird, I thought, too. Yeah, because, like, someone was crouching, and the crouching didn't dictator. look... Yeah, and then, like, Ryu was standing. It just didn't look right. I don't know, something about it didn't yeah. look right. I'm with you. <laughs> Maybe it could be done well, but I guess I don't need games to be hyper-realistic. I just want them to be interesting-looking, mm -hmm. and that could be both very realistic, or it could be, you know, jokey anime style, yeah. like whatever. There's a whole range of things that things. I, mean, I could think look the best-looking game is like Guilty Gear, so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like think about which games. Like personally, I think that the best-looking games are are Dragon Ball and Tekken, yeah, and yeah. one of them is semi-realistic I mean you know Tekken is not right. <laughs> a hyper-realistic looking game but pretty well and the other one is just like a looks just like the anime TV show you know mm -hmm. so it's I don't need it to look super realistic it's fine okay. in conclusion uh, 645 asks me basically uh, any idea what the version 1.1 patch did on Tetris 99 I didn't even know there was a version 1.1 patch I'm sure it's fixing bugs I'm sure it's nothing crazy to be honest with you uh, unless we find out Unless we get any patch notes out there. Oof, that the Dante phase? I'm not a big fan, buddy. Well, from MVCI? No, no, no. This is from. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what from. But okay. Dante from something that Crownless King put in the chat. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, Paul B asks if MK11 is what it's promised to be, do you think it has the potential to become the biggest fighting game in the FGC? 
Yeah, I, I've always felt like MK's biggest thing holding it back is just the violence. Correct. Stuff, and that's always going to be the biggest problem with it. Correct. I've always said that, you know, I know, again, going back to this sore topic here that a lot of people got mad at me about, that Street Fighter was kind of like the game that needs to take us to that next level right now. Um, it's because it has the most, uh, you know, uh, uh, social, not social media, but uh, what's that word? Shoot, why can't I remember the word anymore? But like just public conscious, right? People know what Street Fighter is. People also know what Mortal Kombat is, but it's just too violent for it to ever get to that point. So. Yep, yep. I think there's... <clears throat> I think that's true. I think that's basically what I would say as well. But it's not just that. I think that the that the block button thing doesn't appeal to lots of established fighting game players. Mm -hmm. I think it's totally great and fine. But Social conscious, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, not yeah. everybody agrees with that right. for whatever reason. And as far as the gore thing goes, it's not just that you give up whatever percentage of like North American and European and so forth mm -hmm. players, Latin American. East Asia is not going to play it. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's you're you're gonna miss out a giant chunk of potential player base, and yeah, I do think it could be big, and I expect it to be big. I don't expect it to be, you know, top three, mm -hmm. in, like top three at Evo. No, you know, number one almost certainly Smash Ultimate, number two and three almost certainly Street Fighter and Tekken. Right, one of those. I'd be very surprised if MK had had top three. I think that'd be cool. I mean, I'm you know how excited I am for it, but not what I expect. Okay. Uh, Pond asks uh, tips on getting rid of your video game backlog. My God, if you find out, well, let yeah, me know. I'm not the one to tell. I mean, mine is to don't get a new game. <laughs> That's basically it. Like, let me tell you, I'd love to play. Civilization Six's new expansion, it looks fantastic. Right. Fantastic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't buy it because I don't want to get involved because I'm just going to get sucked in. Right. And same reason I'm not subbed to WoW. Eh, maybe not the only reason I'm not subbed to WoW right now. I guess the game went some places I don't oh, super really? love. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, the story okay. is not my favorite right now. Uh... <laughs> But the biggest reason is that I can't get involved, or else I'll just get sucked I have sucked too in. much of a backlog, so I have no idea. So I have no my, my advice is to just don't get involved in the next one. Uh, oh my God, Civ on on Switch, I would I would I would cease to exist as a functioning human. If I could just walk around right, with my uh, Civ, the only problem is that the battery would run out, and that would be the oh, only way to save you. Imagine you. the withdrawals of dude. Tetris ninety nine is already doing this to me. Okay, let me tell you right now. There was one night I was literally up, like in Japan, up until like five a.m. because I was playing it on hotel Wi Fi because hotel Wi Fi in Japan actually works. Right. Uh, Chris Baker asked, "Do you guys okay. think game companies not patching their fighting games is ultimately a net positive for the community or a net negative?" How often is too often? How little is not enough? Is there a happy balance? Uh, to be honest with you, my opinion is that I feel like Capcom is doing it the best. Mm. That they just give us a game and then they patch it a year later for every season. They've always done one mid-season patch. That's not like huge, it Tends huge. to be smaller, yeah. And uh, I'm okay with that. And I think that's perfect. I, if I was a fighting game company, one, pa one patch after EVO, one patch after the grand final, world grand finals at the end, that's it. 
let's say I think two is already maybe too much. Yeah. I would love just once a year. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, that, that sounds right to me. I mean, my personal opinion is to minimize patches. If, if I can get a game that gets to a point where it doesn't need balancing anymore, and any other balancing would be just kind of like shuffling the deck, mm -hmm. right, rather than like making important change, right. I'd rather not be changed. But I don't think that that's a prevailing view anymore. I feel like that's more something I just developed mm -hmm. in the zeros when we couldn't get patched games, right, so we just got used to it. I've, I've heard from players in, for example, the NRS scene, who who look on with confusion when other scenes say that that MK9 and Injustice 1 and early MKX were patched too often. They thought, well, look, I want a new I want new stuff. <laughs> I, I want the <laughs> relearning. They've, they've got yeah, used to it. Right. So that's certainly not my perspective, but that perspective exists too. So I don't know. There's some happy medium in there where I think people are generally satisfied and it mm -hmm. may be once or twice a year. Right. That seems like it's probably the the best mm -hmm. mix, but yeah, I think that's that's a that's a personal subjective thing. I think people are saying that Civ is on the Switch. I know. Oh, okay. So you're just not buying it. I'm not buying it on okay, the Switch okay, specifically okay. because I would melt. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Jeez. What are your ideas? I mean, believe me, I'm still, I'm still following the game. All right, I still am like. No, I was in the middle of saying something, and then I stopped, and I just froze my face. I so. see. What are your ideas for MK11's guest character? Is this a trap? You're trying to tell me? You're trying to, trying to leak to me? But who would you like to have as a guest character? Do you want to not answer this you question? You better not trap me here. Uh, I don't know, dude. That doesn't matter to me. Okay. I think the most honest answer I have is I don't really care. Okay. Yeah, I just I'm not I'm not like very invested in any existing MK character. I think that I'm in general like not I don't care that much about right. which characters yeah. are in the game. And I also don't know the horror genre like at all to know what the potential choices are for guest characters because right. that's what they tend to do is is horror, horror. horror stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about it. I assume I'll have to Google whatever next character comes out. <laughs> so Negan actually would have been an interesting choice. Negan would have made more sense in right. Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, we mentioned that when he first was announced for Tekken. Right. Agreed. Uh, this is uh, someone else. Uh, oh, people are answering other people's questions. Dang. Here. Okay. Uh, what do you think about reset the ranked from SF5 every season like League of Legends. Oh, so online mm. they just reset everybody's rank. Yeah, it's not just League, but well, like Hearthstone has something like it. I guess they don't explicitly right. they don't entirely do that anymore. Um, that's that's pretty common in in other games. I, I don't care. I just want different character points. I I hate the fact that if I use Angie, if I blow away my my LP oh. from like back to when Street Fighter 4 was like that. Remember there was PP and there was uh, LP or something like I that. I think that was LP. Yeah. It was different. Yeah, there there was two different. It was like CP and LP or whatever like that. There was the player points and then there was the character points. Right. I want that back really, really badly because BP was it BP? BP? I don't even remember, okay. dude. Whatever. <laughs> LP. Where did we get that? PP. Yeah, exactly. It was PP. So, because that's the thing is like it also discourages people from picking secondary characters. Yeah. Like, I think people should be encouraged to play multiple characters, you know, so. 
I agree with you on that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind to have something. I wouldn't mind a reset. But like I mentioned, Hearthstone doesn't completely reset things. It kind of sets you back s- some number of levels or whatever it is. That's fine. Okay. Negative. Hayabusa drops asks KOF thirteen stream someday. Dude, I've got too many fighting games to stream. I can't do that. Although I did stream Samurai Showdown Five Special recently, which was actually kind of fun. That's cool. So yeah, just kind of uh, getting ready for Samurai Showdown drop and giving people an idea of what it looked like. Even though Olaf and I were not experts by any means, it's in all that good. Game. But it was just fun just to see how it was and stuff like that. So I'll probably stream it some more. It's a fun game. It's mm. a really fun game. And the last question that we okay. have here is from Nissan. Ooh, what no, a timely thing. High-tech reviewer. Are you guys excited for Samurai Showdown? Either of you guys been into the older games? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, Quite timely. I, I he didn't played, read that in advance. Yeah, I did not. Uh, I played Samurai Showdown 2 very casually. Was I good at the game? Not even close. Did yeah. I know what I was doing? Not really. Yeah. Did I play it? Yeah. Did I have fun? Yeah. Did I have a main? Yeah. Did I have a secondary? Yeah. But... Uh, that's about all I can say. I messed around a little bit with whichever one had Kusa or Ghetto in it. I don't that's even remember five what number. Special. Is that five? Yeah, okay. five special. Yeah, I mean, I played that a little bit. Yeah, but jeez. I mean, I, I Samurai Showdown 2 is like still one of the greatest like mood, like design art. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah like the way that they made that game. I yeah, love that I game so much. So uh, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for Samurai Showdown despite not having played it all that much. Yeah. So I'm super excited for the new Samurai Showdown. I'm really hyped for this game. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see how it's going to go. I think I feel a little bit less excited than that, but I will certainly try it out. I'm looking forward to doing so. I don't expect that it will overtake the other games I expect to play. I expect to play Street Fighter V, Mortal Kombat, and BB Tag. I expect that those would be like the three. I feel like I can do three at any one time. Mm-hmm. I don't expect Sam Show to be there, but I didn't expect BB Tag to be there. I thought that I wouldn't care about that game at all, and here I am talking about how much I like right. it. So, yeah, well, I'll certainly give it a good chance, and we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, that's all, like I said, that was the last question that I had. So uh, I don't I don't have a good reason why I played the big ugly dude. I don't have I don't know why I picked Kuzurigato. He had a command throw too. I don't so. think I even knew that at the time. It's really hard to do. Jesus. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I I could I cannot get it out like when I okay. want to. It's like forward, back, down, up, plus kick. But the down up like the timing on it. It's like when you hit up and kick, you just end up jump kicking or something like. I don't know what the secret to that input is. There's mm. something about it that makes it really hard. That sounds very easy on hitbox. It's very true, actually. But I don't know about the timing question. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, before we go, okay. just want to make sure that uh, everybody at home uh, uh, at watching this on YouTube remembers to like and subscribe Ooh. to our YouTube channel. Also, check out twitch.tv slash ultrachentv where we do this stream live so you can watch it live. You can also watch twitch.tv slash ultradavid for uh, David streams and, of course, twitch.tv slash jchenzor for my streams as well. Uh, if you want to support us, there's a bunch of different ways to support us. Donations, subscriptions here, but we also have a Patreon, which you just reworked recently. Correct, I did. And it's eh, basically the same as before, but now we're paying attention to it. And I spruced it up a little bit, made it look a little snazzier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not only that, but uh, 
one of the if you'd like to play games with us that's one of the things you can do mm-hmm. if you'd like to just get your name on the television program that's right and that's what I have here for everybody and our current Patreon subs right now uh, of the $7 or higher tier then these are our current Patreon uh, subscribers. So just want to give a shout out to Ashley Young, Gisku, Fusas, Natchua, Brandon Patraj, Brandon Patraj, uh, Gun Griffin, David Evans, David Bowie, Scott Tatum, Richard N, and Dylan Magauhi. Dylan Magauhi. There you go. Uh, for the support on Patreon, much appreciated. The old finger kiss. Yes, that's right. I tried to turn that to an emote one time. I think I had it as an emote, but I replaced it with the thumbs, you know. The... Also a good one. Yes, so that's there all right. you go. Anyway, yeah, give it a look if and you're interested. We would appreciate the support. And also, if you'd like to play games with us or if you'd like us to review some of your match footage and we will help you mm-hmm. figure out how to play better, yep. that's mm-hmm. one avenue to do that. Yep, exactly. So... Uh, thanks for supporting us as usual. It's crazy again that we've this is the eighth year that we've been doing this and we've been putting a lot more content on YouTube that's true recently so please check out youtube.com slash TV if you're watching this for some reason embedded somewhere and don't have links to our channel. All righty. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, and thanks for all the questions. I think that's fun to do. Uh, we probably won't review the match on the Tuesday show, unless we wanted to. If we had a week that was a slow week, maybe we could, we could do that, that on a slow week, but I think the intention more is to do that on a separate right. day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All righty, okay. then. Uh, that's all See I've See you at final round. Oh, that's well, right. See you next Tuesday. That's right, before final round. Before final round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also see you at final round. Okay, 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 there you go. Okay. If you beat me in fighting games, see me in Elevate.